Hey everybody, it's Corey here for another episode of Fly Casual. Hey, it's a reviews and rumors kind of night, ladies and gentlemen. So of course, we're going to be reviewing Marvel Star Wars number nine, Lando number four. Yep, another one of those. Also, Aftermath and Lost Stars, all before we get into rumors. And the rumors are pretty wild this week, so you're going to want to hang out for another rousing Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! Hey, fellas. What's yes. up? If Mike sinks any deeper into the couch, <laughs> his head is going to disappear between the cushions. <sighs> Seriously, did you leave your did you leave your pizzazz in Huntington tonight? Uh, maybe. Yeah, you maybe need to, there. You need to call them up. I'm sure they'll be able to find it because there's no other pizzazz in that town. So you know what's interesting is this bottle of Mountain Dew has yet to be opened. Look that's, at that. Uh, what? That's what I was. Yeah, I was going to say. Dude, you hey, need I to need shotgun to that right now. <laughs> I need to pass that over. Do it. <laughs> Come on, open it up for him. Yeah, poke there a hole go. in the bottom of the can you with the nail. You should probably sit up first because you are upside down. You're like you're like uh, Bruce Wayne by played making, by Michael Keaton. Nervous? <laughs> Bruce Wayne played by Michael Keaton hanging upside down yeah. in his bat swing. He or almost whatever. poured Mountain Dew all over that mic. <laughs> yeah, and and the couch and his self, his mic, which is him, yeah. and the iPad. All right, here goes. Drink her down. Drink her down. Drink, chug, drink, chug, drink. chug, chug. Oh, what are you doing, oh, you puss? It's enough. It's enough. Oh, my God. You didn't even get down to the label. <laughs> Come on, what man. What is that sadness? Man. You drank like oh. a third And it's of not an even ounce. a real Mountain Dew. It's a diet guys, Mountain Dew. I'm an old man. fart now, so <laughs> <laughs> chill. Well, no one's going to argue with you on that. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Fly Casual, episode number 59. I am your host, Mr. Corey T. Wilson. And with me on my right, sitting there, uh, aging before your eyes, <clears throat> rapidly, like the one who did not choose wisely, Mr. Michael J. Archibald. I am the 42-year-old guy that reads Archie comics. There man. you go. I got yeah. my number three in the mail today. Yep. Makes the 36-year-old guy who reads them feel a little bit better about himself. <laughs> Over there, uh, grinning sheepishly and pulling the mic closer to himself is Mr. Stephen J. Howie. Uh, and again, uh, Pure Leaf Tea. Naturally. Naturally. Now, I don't know how natural Pure Leaf Tea actually... Does it say natural anywhere on it? Because that's the only way you can know if it's natural. All natural, fresh brewed taste. Dag, yo, nailing it hard. It's not enough to be natural. They are all no, no, natural. You, no, no. You gotta listen. Listen to this again. All right. natural, fresh brewed taste. Oh, the taste is natural. The taste yes. is natural. Yeah. it's not actually natural. Everything else taste. about it's, Although it's it just does, synthetic motor oil. It does say real brewed tea. Oh, there you go. But it's real, not natural. Yeah, that's unnatural. there's a difference. And across the pond, down a few is Mr. Garrick, not Jay Hardy. Yeah, you guys all have sponsorships. I feel left out. Yeah. Uh, well, how know. about uh, Stay Free? What's my... Maxi stay Free. Keep you dry all, all day long. That's true. My, all uh, day. My, uh, I don't have a sponsorship. I'm drinking out of a generic gas station cup, and it's water that I got out of my fridge. Gas station fridge, water. Fridge, all right. Gas station yeah. cup, fridge water. Hooray. BP. You're sponsored by BP. No, BP. it didn't even come from Be the happy BP. with that. Oh, maybe it did come from the BP. Come yeah. to think of it, it's like a pubic hair on it or something. Who was touching this? Mike, were you doing naughty um, things to my cup while we were upstairs? Uh, that's why the pages are sticking together. I gave him a he is looking at a Lando the... comic, so yeah. that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So yeah, anyhow, let's not uh, dink around any further with uh, Mike. All right, <laughs> all right. Let's just Peter go Hinch. straight into reviews. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, reviews going on. Music's really long. 
<laughs> you can talk now. <laughs> well, right. you've been hey. talking anyway. So. Okay, hey man. Hey, we got some uh, got some big reviews. This Bigums. Week. Got Star Wars Nine. Yeah. Mm. Lando Four. Oh, oh yeah. great. And two. Count them two novels. Two oh. novels. My two heavens. Novels. This is oh, going to be a three, for three hour podcast. Where's my diet, man? Buckle in. Mm. Well, uh, the last one, will, the last novel, Lost Stars, will probably be a short review because I'm the only one that read it, I think. Right. right? Mm, yep. Currently. Currently. But currently. I'm going to tell you about it anyway because it's awesome. Well, please do. Well, but not yet. Not first, yet. <laughs> first things first, Corey. No, yeah, you're right. We've got get, a list set up here. I'm getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. So Star Wars 9. Number 9. Yep. Okay. Here's my review. Ready? And go. And... Oh, wait. I thought Mike was going to say go. Wait. Let's do it over. All right. And go. Deep in the bubble, Marshada, Luke Aladdin's his wave throughout the city trying to catch steampunk Voldemort, what stole his laser sword. Right. Unfortunately, he hasn't been to the Cave of Wonders yet to get magic carpet, so jumping off roofs can only result in a plunge to his death. But good thing for Luke, he lands in the beefy arms of a Huttipede with a necklace of freaking lightsabers. <laughs> Meanwhile, on the solo pleasure, pleasure planet... Han apparently is caught in a hate rhombus. And the worst thing is, the worst imaginable thing happens as they escape the planet. Leia and his wife are becoming besties. Oh. Back on Nar Shaddaa, Luke is waking up from a whooping that Arnold Schwarzenegger put on him and sees himself surrounded by holocrons. Yes, holocrons. What? Holocrons everywhere. Holocron. Holocron. Hutgor Kaglani, the hut that rides, goes off Kalanord, <laughs> and you don't want to know what happens when he, that countdown ends. Nope. But just under the wire, Luke unlocks the entire Jedi Council achievement. Back in the Rebel <laughs> fleet, word of Luke's disappearance spreads, and the the Wonder Team Dream Team team up we've all been hoping for happens. The Wookiee three PO retrieval team. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> gonna be sweet. Final panel. <laughs> oh wow, that really is a Marvel team up. Why did they just put that right on the cover? <laughs> Send Wookie me in, coach. Droid. Attorneys of law. <laughs> Wookie and droid. I don't know. They got their law degree somewhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, good comic. I like this a lot. Wait, wait, really wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. Wait, yeah. wait. Before you say any other words, I need okay. to have you describe to me in detail what uh -huh. exactly a hate rhombus is. Well, you see, <laughs> Sana hates Solo. Uh huh. As equal as uh, Leia hates Solo. Okay, okay fair. That's an equal okay. side that the Empire hates Solo. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Solo. It's hate. an equal side that Solo hates the situation he's in. Oh, I oh. see. Yeah. See, four equal sides. Nailed it. Rhombus. Okay. Rhombus. All right. Well, yes. let's get ready to rhombus. He, uh, yeah, he described it. He gave it some thought. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for the added commentary, Mike. Yes. Really, <laughs> really colored in the edges I for totally me. totally gave it thought and not used rhombus because it was a funny word. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. I'm sold. Perfect. <laughs> what do we think about Marvel oh, Star man. Wars number nine? I, I liked it a lot. A lot of uh, cool stuff happen like the whole uh unlocking the holocrons with the force thing which yeah we've seen holocron a, hol a holocron in uh rebels as well as a canaan comic but right. never to this scale i mean they're talking about what seven or eight holocrons all igniting at once 
Sweet. Well, just, kind of what the situation was. And then Luke, was. after 30 seconds, looks up and goes, I know Kung Fu. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Kind of the, the setup for it is, he, like Garrick said, he, he falls and, and suddenly, and I'll, I'll show you guys the picture. That's that's the hut that he meets up. It's, it's like, it's, people, yeah, yeah, it's like Schwartz. Oh, he's, got, Schwartz a little, he's got little robot feet. <laughs> yeah, and big, right. beefy arms. Right. Yeah. So it's, it, and yeah, big. Huge. Yep. Dude. I guess there go our repulsor it's, uh, sleds. They're <laughs> falling out of cannon. So anyway, he's uh, he is the hut. Right? Yeah, and he is a Galactus most, the hut, right? Most huts just Devour power them. and wealth. This guy is a collector of of Jedi artifacts because no one's ever done that ever yeah, ever well, ever. That's apparently. never been a thing, and it's not cliche. <laughs> well, at all. it is here now, nope. and not that I've it's, heard it's okay for me. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't mind it too much. Anyway, so he's got this holocron. That's worthless to him. So he basically kidnaps Luke and takes him back to his lair yeah. <laughs> and says, uh, okay, you got five seconds to open this or I kill you. And he's got the gun to his head, basically, and uh, five, four, three, two. And then Luke's like, I don't know. I don't know. I've never seen one of these before. <laughs> and then uh, That's then, a shiny bauble you got there, <laughs> sent to hunt. And then, of course, whatever. and then at one, of course, he gets into his, uh, he goes into his Jedi mode. And suddenly, not only the holocron that he is been asked to open but all the holocrons around the entire yeah. room of this guy's collection float up and start opening <laughs> yeah so it was actually a pretty cool scene i like, I like cool. how the the force with luke is like a mutant power it just unlocks when it has to right like, yeah. Oh, yeah i'm gonna in jump times really of stress his you know his hormone levels elevate <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. and then Pat, yeah. he hears the voice of patrick stewart in his head describing what he's going through biologically <laughs> he the freezes one, time. The one yeah. goofiness, though, of course, is I mean, you know, it's it's the it's that trope where you know he's captured and you know it's a rich hut and so he's going to be throwing him into a you know gladiator pit and oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. no really right. oh, yeah. yeah that's the right. that's the, oh, yeah, that's for the end crying out loud. <laughs> so I don't know but I, I don't know I like the I mean, comic so much back to some of the older Marvel comics they sure. had yeah a, right an arc where Han Solo was fighting in space yeah. Yeah. when's Mon Mothma <laughs> when's Mon Mothma gonna address the galactic issue of gladiator pits <laughs> <laughs> you know we Really, this, we, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have a blight on our society. <laughs> well, you we're see never going to be able harpy. to ascend above above our lofty sons goals. Of the harpy were just going around killing bothans in, <laughs> in the streets. And My God! I don't know, for some game. reason, some of this is very cliche and laughable, but for some yeah, reason, yeah. I'm oh, I'm like extremely okay with it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Just kind of, you just it's a comic it's, book, so you just yeah. kind of. <laughs> I'm, good. I'm not I mean, saying you can't have gladiator pits. I'm just saying everybody has gladiator <laughs> I know, pits. I know. I mean, it's not a role playing game until you have the option to fight the arena. You know, so it's like, <laughs> you know, if you really want to make your bones, you should fight the arena. Blah blah. This is how you get your strength up, and you get a special arm <laughs> helmet. Did he get a helmet? Did he get a Did he get a special helmet? No, we, when he we're, not, we're not in the pit oh, yet. Missed, That'll be oh, next yeah. issue. Okay. Next okay. Issue. Special <laughs> helmet inbound. Yes. Sweet. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. and then on the solo front, of course, we still learn nothing. Yeah, nothing at all. <laughs> except, so three except, issues now. <laughs> except that two ladies, when they are both liking and hating at the same time, the same man, inevitably will band together because that's how yes. real life works. And that's exactly what's happening. Yep. And that sounds like the Archie comic that I'm reading right now. Well, <laughs> it makes sense there. It does. Spoilers. Yeah. Hmm. So a good, a good ish then. Yeah. Well. So speaking of picking bones with things, 
Lando number four. Oh no! <laughs> now, I know oh. I've been a little racy in the past with Lando, and I I can't I couldn't use my uh, innuendo dictionary because you know, the pages were stuck together. Yeah, it'll do it. Well, I well I spilled something on it. I don't know. You know, I'm, I don't know what you guys are thinking, but anyway. And plus, my sister listens to the show, so it's <laughs> oh <laughs> really. And I know I said some uh, disparaging things about our friends in the UK. Uh, yeah, more specifically, we've been getting a Brit- lot of hate mail about that. Yeah, no, Brit England, right? Brit England. So, as like kind of a reach out, uh, a reach out to them, and kind of <laughs> I'm glad maybe you like a cultural sharing, op- uh, uh, you know, cultural sharing opportunity. Yeah, and kind of give them an insight into American culture. And I think the best way to do it is kind of what's going on right now. We got this football season going on, you know, mm. and it doesn't get more American than that. So, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna do a little Lando number four review in the football announcer style. Oh, All right. Here we go. Welcome, everyone. It's a great day to toss around some pigskin balls. Let's go down to the turf and meet our players. In the backfield, we have Chant the Cha. I tell you what, guys, she's in the backfield. When she's in the backfield, you got to keep it tight because if she finds the hole, she's going to hit it hard and explode all over. Mm. Behind center, we have Lando. I tell you what, guys, I got a nickname for this guy. It's Chocolate Thunder because he's smooth <laughs> like chocolate. And when he gets in the pocket, he makes your whole world vibrate. Oh. I mean, this guy doesn't play with deflated balls like some oh, people. Wow. Oh, well, true. this guy doesn't use his protection. He moves around behind that line and waits until he finds the opportunity to go deep. And I mean, when he goes deep, he's going to put it all the way into the back of your end zone. Mm hmm. He's got more than a few tools he likes to give his balls to. He likes to surround himself with tight ends. He's got a few tight ends in particular who can spread the defense and get some deep penetration. Yep. Let's talk about his tight ends right now on the field. <laughs> oh, that's a couple of real cool cats from who knows where they have really soft hands and they really know how to handle those balls. Heck they've been known to be drop back into the backfield and become throwers or receivers for each other. Oh, heavens. <laughs> but only when they aren't trying to cut each other's arms off. Yeah. yeah. I tell yeah. you what, it's going to be a tough game that. on Palpatine's home turf, but it's a good thing Lando's got that big gun on because he's going to need it for what's about to come. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that's how football works in America. Oh, man. I like how it's not enough to drop all the double entendres, but then you have to bring in the fact that American sports are all also horribly subject. You know what? I feel like that was the Joe Buck Lando review. I was I was going for uh what's his uh, John Gruden. Yeah, John Gruden. You gotta yell and have a southern yeah. twang. Well he's he's always giving people nicknames, you know, like that's true. I call him the sheriff. That's Peyton Man. He's the sheriff. Because <laughs> he's never caught on. He keeps everyone in line because he's the sheriff. He's, he's the Iceman. Yeah, I call him the Iceman now because Sheriff didn't catch on. He's the Iceman. <laughs> also, I don't remember anything I said last week because I'm out of my damn mind. I'm totally drunk right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. I'm so, I have no idea what happened in the comic. <laughs> <laughs> Not a whole lot. Well, uh, yeah, it was a good uh, issue. We, uh, Chant the Cha, the bounty hunter, what Palpatine hired, kind of catches up to him and sneaks on board the ship. And uh, yeah. guess what? Uh, yeah. Lando knows her. It's a in lady. In the biblical sense? <laughs> oh, she's, come on, uh, She's getting ready to come in and, and lay the beat down on him. You know Gun to the head again, right? Yeah. You know and then... Uh, 
Yeah, then uh, suddenly it's like, oh, it's like, you. <laughs> so it's like, dude, she's like pissed. Yeah, she's like, oh, damn it. So the rocketeer, <laughs> the rocketeer is actually the rocketeerette. Yeah, the rocketeerette, and of course. It's since it's a chick, he knows her. Yeah, <laughs> naturally, he knows all. There's not, a, there's not a woman in this galaxy that I've thrown it in a few times. <laughs> well, so hey, no one said that the Boba Fett rocketeer dude was gonna not be a dude because I think I with that one. Actually, it was that's pretty fair. funny. I thought, man, to for her, yeah, take off the thing and it's a girl and that's they a, know each other. That's a very Firefly esque <laughs> moment. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, it's like oh, you know, hey. the, the big BA pulls off the thing and goes, oh. God dang it. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. Yeah. And basically she's like, oh, okay, now she's trying to figure out how to help him get right. out of his mess. Yeah. That was so great. Classic Lando, he just doesn't yeah, even flinch, just man. Lucky ass Lando, man. <laughs> and and in the meantime, the the two cat dudes. Yeah. Things, don't know yeah. They Siblings. Are, they they kind of get taken over by a Sithy thing and get mind controlled and Start chopping each other up. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> yeah, so, it's, it's, so they, they lock them in that room that where they killed the, the yeah. royal guards and let them chop each other up. I Do they regenerate? Get Are that. they dead? No. <laughs> I, one of them's was, missing an arm. Right, one's missing an arm right now. So Are they going to find it? One went crazy. <laughs> oh, it's I, on I the think, ground somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. They were trying to. I don't know what they're setting up for that. I don't know. Yeah, he's in, he's <laughs> infected by a Sith ghost. I guess. I yeah. Neat. Yeah, but here's the, here's the next uh, the next um, issues cover. I thought that was kind of cool. We're looking at the, uh, uh, Lando Lan- sitting at a Sobic table. Yeah, we well, sit. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's actually just an Imperial sig- insignia on a table. So he's playing Sabic around a table with the Imperials <laughs> insignia on it. Mm, You're classic. laughing. I'm not joking. No, I know. You. I, yeah. But it looks similar to a Desiric table if you don't look closely. Uh, I wonder so. if you look in the background. There's somebody holding cards. Those hands look kind of. I don't know, Palpatine-ish? Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, but, man. But there's also great. three, <laughs> three sets great. of glowing red eyes. <laughs> now, if Lando ends up knowing Palpatine, <laughs> they go listen, way back. Oh, listen, Lando, I hope you're not still upset about your sister. <laughs> but uh, Shiva Palpatine... Shiva. 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 Speaking of football. Oh, my. Yeah. Uh, I get it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we'll see what happens in the last episode or last issue. The next I one. am going to miss Lando. I'm how are they going to dig, how they gonna dig out of this hole? They've been just digging deeper into the hole the whole time. I don't know. They got one more issue to resolve that's what, this. That's Who what knows? she said. How do you, maybe they won't. Maybe it'll be it to be continued in next year. Yeah. What if they know. do that to you? How are you going to feel? Uh, I'll be, I don't know, as long as I know it's coming back, I guess I'll be okay. Yeah, that would actually probably be okay, because you know you get more. Right. Yeah. So. Right. Now, on, on the comic front, we had a couple announcements that they're coming out with annuals, of uh, which are just one-off you know, comics that are bigger than normal. How often but do I they come s- out? Yeah, I didn't. What? <laughs> so how often do they come out? Oh. Three or four months. Um, hold on. <laughs> actually, they don't come out annually. They come out more. Oh, I don't really? know why they call them annuals. <laughs> <laughs> My joke is salient. That was unintended. Yeah, but yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what, what we got coming down the pike. We also have a, a C-3PO comic. I'm not sure if we mentioned that. Oh, yeah. I read about C-3PO that. C-3PO uh. one-shot comics also coming out. Is that the where they explain the uh, red arm? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know what it's about. It's probably going to well, There's a C-3PO, C-3PO thing coming out that's part of the whole... 
Oh, uh, Journey to the Force. Journey to the Anthology of the Waking. Yeah, Journey to the Waking of Anthologies. Yeah. Anthology stories, okay. Journey things. Yeah. Journey. Yeah. Speaking of journey. We all went on a journey, at least the ones who cared we about going on, on a journey. I thought we were going to start singing Don't Stop A literary Odyssey. journey, yeah. oh. if you will. Or yeah, well, audio journey. journey. Or audio journey. <laughs> audio journey, right. Into Aftermath by Chuck Wendell. the Trollmaster Windig. The Trollmaster. <laughs> we, did talk, uh, we did have a lot of discussion about this book a couple weeks ago, but none of us were more than really halfway through. Yeah, right. but uh, some point. of us have finished it, and some of us are losers. Some Ooh. of us uh, are still working on finishing it. <laughs> Howie, right? Howie's finished, dude. Oh, I finished. Way to go, Garrick. I, I, yeah. I finish. Yeah. <laughs> so aftermath, um, finished the book. I thought it was pretty good overall. Uh, good. There's a little, little couple little things I would uh, count it off for if I were grading it in class, but. Um, Howie, you want to help me run this down just real quick of what happened in this book? I will do my best. Okay. So we got a, a backwoods planet called Akiva, which we start off on and Akiva! right after the uh, destruction of the second Death Star and the Emperor and the Vader and all that crap. And, uh, we got, uh, one of our new characters, Nora Wexley coming back to, uh, see her son after she'd been away fighting for the Rebel Alliance for a long time. A long, long time. A long time. Almost so she come, coming back to see her estranged son. Yeah, so yeah. <clears throat> unfortunately for her, the, the Imperial Remnant is what I call him. They didn't actually call him that, but oh, I'm I keeping it canon. I there for a I'm second. keeping it in there. Shut up. That, that was later It could anyway. still be a thing. The rem, they, they weren't calling it the I Remnant know, until later. Yeah, it, like the higher-ups of the Imperial organization that were, or people that thought they were on the upper echelons of the Imperial organization had decided to come together to see what the heck to do yeah. after the emperor. Although it, it was made very clear that the upper echelon people were on the death star. Yes. When yeah. Went kaboom. Basically all the awesome people died and they just had the scrubs left. And right. Yeah. Right. And no well, scrubs. Emerald Sloan's pretty cool. So yeah, they pick Akiva for their hosting of this thing. Uh, unfortunately for everybody that, goes to visit including wedge who gets captured which we mentioned in the last uh or a couple podcasts ago uh so we got some craziness ensues and uh they get a kind of a team up between singer uh Velis, which is the uh imperial what is he called the the uh gestapo gestapo officer kind of keeps people in line it's kind of he kind of looked his basic job was to tell if people are lying and seek out people who are unloyal or people he thought yeah, was a loyalty officer. Yeah, loyalty officer. Yeah, so he was right there. Gestapo. Yeah, yeah. Gestapo. Yeah. So he's decided to defect for real this time, and but then we got an, another new character. Defect, de- defect. Well, to whom he was on Endor. Yes, when was, the whole thing went down, and he he had an opportunity to steal. Uh, a rebel's clothes and skedaddle. Right. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, screw this stuff. So he's, he decided. He's seen, to, he's seen stuff, man. Yeah. He's, he's seen some so stuff. So at this point, we're not even caught drinking. up to the start of the book. We're no, still talking is, about what happens before the book really starts because this is no. all background that you get yeah. later well, on. We get, yeah, we get some flashbacks here and there. Right. And this is the kind of stuff that uh, develops the character for, uh, at what they're at in the present time of this right. book. And on the also on indoor was Jas Jas Amari, a Zabrak bounty hunter who we mentioned before was uh, paid to kill Princess Leia 
as a she's a bounty hunter right slash that, assassin but she what, had yeah yeah i kind of learned later that she had second thoughts because she realized that she's always been on the losing side of the war and always had to kind of scrap together after she, her side lost so she's like yeah you know what I'm going to join the rebellion because they seem like they're winning. Yeah, so take, that'd be cool. take, basically take <laughs> jobs from yeah, yeah, yeah. The In new republic. Book, I will say these new characters. At first, I was like, ah, I don't know, but after by the time I was done reading, I was like, yes, these characters are great. I yeah, love the characters. Right. So how many? I mean, how many characters are we really? I mean, the new that are building that we have to care about. <laughs> uh, the main. Well, what <laughs> how I many think exactly? About, I'm di- well. I'm wondering. Is it one? Uh, one, two, five, uh, two. Probably no, two yeah, Imperials too, right? Yeah, um, well, I mean, I, um, not, obviously, not everyone is a protagonist in the book. I right. mean, who are the people that we're supposed to care about the most? You're supposed to care about Singer, the uh, yeah. loyalty officer, Timon, Nora's son, mm-hmm. Nora, Exley, yeah. Jas, the uh, Zabrik bounty hunter, yeah, and on the Imperial side, there's Ray Sloan, and who is who is a recurring character, character right? and an unknown entity, and an unknown. Grand Admiral. What? Yes. What? So, so well, okay. <laughs> All right. First off, that's a big yeah, we tease. We don't know that he's a Grand Admiral. That's a big that tease. Was, I put that, that in was there. Oh, so you put Grand there. <laughs> what a dick. No, he, he put, you he put the title. We <laughs> don't have a title. You don't even know okay, this Admiral? Shut up. We'll get to that. That's all at the end, yeah, right? Right. Yeah, we don't. We do. What is the scratcher. overall plot of the book? We have Akiva. We have all these characters. Okay, we have their backgrounds. Yeah. What happens in the novel? Right. This is a spoiler time, um, everybody. So I, uh, they, uh, so we know the the Empire's there to oh, kind of regroup. Sorry, I meant to say, shut up, Mike. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so yeah, the Empire's <laughs> there to regroup and try to have a meeting to decide what their fate is going forward. Right. Um, and the uh, Timon and uh, what's the mom's name again? I'm terrible with names. Uh, Nora. Nora. Um, they meet up. Because I, I was going to say Pumbaa. Yes, because she's been gone <laughs> fighting and fighting for the rebels. <laughs> and so it, it was kind of a clashing of everybody at the right and wrong place at the same time. Right. Um, so they're trying to have this meeting the the empire is and, um, the bounty hunter once has a bounty on one of the people and she sees, Oh, there's a lot of empire people here. Yeah. So I could take them on. And so they all kind of come from different spots. And so the book at the beginning seems a little disjointed because they're all coming from different spots, right. but they all kind of uh, converge, converge. Right. Uh, and so they end up wanting to, uh, rid the empire from from their planet yeah because part of the issue taking place is that uh, several of the characters are just wanting to leave yeah but they can't because the empire is kind of cordoned off this whole thing yeah they can't leave so that no one can come and go and communications yeah. blacked out while they're having this Correct. summit yeah yeah right. so yeah okay. so they they all have a little bit different motives of why they want to work together and mm-hmm. you know, obviously the bounty hunter wants to get her bounty yeah uh uh, the uh, ex-imperial, the loyalty officer, he has some past that he wants to kind of avenge a bit, and also he wants to be on the winning side as well. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And the, the Timon and his mom, they want to ultimately build back their relationship, but yet they have this problem right in front of them that doesn't allow yeah. them to do so. Right. Yeah, that, um, that relationship is pretty deep. I mean, because basically Nora left Timon for mm-hmm. years and he kind of had to fend for himself. I mean, he had uh, help from his aunts that 
you know, kind of looked after him for a little bit, but he most, for most part, he had to fend for himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she just comes back and she's like, okay, let's get off this planet. And he's like, no, I was like, who are you? Scrapped, yeah. I've scrapped together a living here. I have a, my own shop that sells illicit goods. And yeah. stuff. Yeah, it was very clear that Timon could take care of himself, but yet he was still 15 years old. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, is- I think, it is, it is. I like how you say it's very deep because it, it's striking right off the bat that here in a Star Wars book, you're dealing with the fact that a mother chose to give up, give up her child in order to go fight for literally the fate of a galaxy. Yeah. Yes, and then afterwards exactly. is coming back. She's not the hero of, a, of the movement. Her face isn't plastered all over everything so right. that everyone can look and be proud. She's just literally in his point of view, coming back from being gone, yeah. period. Right. Yeah, and, exactly. and that's a big hole and hurt in his life. Right. Yeah. Um, especially since his father was taken away uh, for being a rebel. Right. Yeah, uh, they basically dragged him in the street and just, like, kicked the crap out of him and took him somewhere. Yeah. They don't know if he's dead or alive or what. Right. So, lots of theatrics Right. Uh, in this uh in this uh, book the characters Uh, are really well done yeah um timon at one point gets thrown off a building yeah (laughs) and and lands on a ship does he there you go well it's an episode of rebels going out going you know it's on its way to go out into outer space yeah Yeah, that's not a good place to be well it it was better than the alternative at the time okay i would have bring up my first uh kind of probably my most major beef with this book Every main character in this book dies at least one time. <laughs> okay, and, and then comes are resurrected. Back in the ex- the next chapter in the main story afterwards, so they'll be at the end of it. Like I, I can't, I didn't count them up, but I'd say like at least five or six chapters at the end of the chapter, someone's dead. Yeah, they go to an interlude. The next chapter, oh nope, they're breathing. It's all good. They're not <laughs> like, really, and one of like, them dies twice. Yeah, Wedge, Wedge, you're like, oh, he's going to get shot. Wedge, basically, the beginning of the chapter, Wedge is dead. Oh, no, wait, he's breathing. Yeah. Never they don't say Wedge is dead. Uh, <laughs> but they pretty they much leave. They chapter, insinuate they that said, this is what's happened. No, I think they actually, they, it's actually written, Wedge is dead. Wedge is, because <laughs> when he was trying to escape, he's just laying there. He said, oh, Wedge is dead. I think uh, that's exactly I don't remember hearing that, but that, that was towards the beginning. And I, oh, is that, yeah. no, this is uh, near, near to the end, I think. Oh, when he was ex- escaping the, I, the I missed that. <laughs> so they killed him. Okay. The <laughs> I, I mean, I understand you want to build suspense, but if you keep using the same suspenseful, hey, you called him. You called him the troll master. Of, you know? he, he he really is. He really there, is. Yeah, and um, I I love the stories. And that's not the only reason. Stories. Well, there's stories. I love the story. I love the interludes. Most of them. Um, the delivery I, I struggled with as far as getting things together. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I, I agree. There was kind of some really ham fisted ways to try to get your pull and get you interested. Yeah. Like, oh, they're dead. No, they're not. You know? Yeah. So there's some things in there that I didn't like. And Did there's you- other things in there that I'm like, okay, you're just putting in Star Wars stuff because you think 
people are gonna like this. this yeah, saying, that, you know? I, I don't like. I, I don't, usually, was, I don't care. Yeah, for that. it was real. That there were times it was a little over the top. Now, last time when we talked about this book, I talked about how you were about to a point where you were gonna start feeling like you were yo-yoing back and forth between the same tropes over and over again. Like, you know, you go to a place and then you run back to the place you were before and then you come back to the place you were after you left the place where you were before. Did you start having any sensitivities to that? Um, Because I haven't progressed. The the second half of the book, 10 times better. Okay. So I need, I need to turn a corner. Then the first half, Okay, the the first half, I I was lucky enough that I listened to books and this is a perfect book to listen to rather than read because. Oh yeah. We had a, uh, someone on Facebook. The message yeah. uh, I believe you're there. referring specifically, Garrick. Specifically, you're referring to Alex Shel- Shelberg. Alex Shelberg. Or is it Shelberg? I don't oh. know. You spelled it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he messaged us, and yeah, this this uh, was a third person present tense. I looked it up. That's yeah. what it's called. Yep. Third person present tense is more of a storytelling uh, tense than it is a reading tense, in, right. in my opinion. It's it, it does. Think- it makes much more sense verbally. Plus the, the Star Wars b- books on a whole are usually very well foleyed and yeah, uh, voice acted. They are, um, yeah. You're, so, yeah. You're basically listening to, like you're listening to one of those radio dramas. But when he wrote in, he was saying that he had a similar problem to me, where yeah, exactly. reading it it's really difficult. But then then he did make the transition to listening and found it a, a, a yeah. yeah many increments yeah, better. I, I struggled at first because there's so much going on. They're int- introducing so many new characters. And you're, you're well, just hey, trying I'm to make sense of that. it, but, but <laughs> yeah, but listening to it, it helped me a lot because you know different voices for all the characters, and yeah. I could, for you know, for my mind the way I think that was easier for me to put things in their place. But um, yeah, I I overall really enjoyed this. Even yeah. a lot of the interludes, some of the interludes I didn't care for. Now, in, inter- uh, in this case, interludes are you get a couple chapters and then he takes a break. And just yeah. as a very brief interlude chapter, yeah. here's, here's what's going elsewhere in the galaxy. This yeah. is what's okay. happening. That's what. Yeah, that's when they kick on the radio voice from Clone Wars. Yeah, those couple of interludes, I think we should mention because they may have canon. Uh, canon potential. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I mean, are we are we at the end? No, no, no. We should we should get through the rest. I should say the build up. The or the climax of this book is well worth the build up. Oh, really? Because at the end, you kind of get this feel of what he's trying to accomplish with this trilogy. At the end, you get the uh, the all of our main characters are kind of brought before after they kick the crap out of the Imperials and get them off. The yeah, well, I, th- I think that's we need to touch on that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like, yeah. we have no yeah, idea. So, what is. so <laughs> all I know is- that, that ship I talked about that Tim and fell on. Yeah, it, it did make it out. It's, they were trying to escape to their uh, uh, star destroyer. Yeah, and. Uh, of course, at that time, the uh, rebels had finally jumped in with a huge fleet. There's this battle going on, right? Uh, so, ensuing battle takes place. Blah blah blah. Uh, Drink. N- not me. Yeah. Not many of the. Uh, um, uh, not many of the Imperials that have been in the book so far make it. Yeah. Um, and in fact, some of the Imperials help them not make it. Uh, yeah, there's some backstabbery. Yeah, yeah. But that's I expected think, from I think early. It's stuff. less than backstabbery and more of like you're a detriment to the future. So in right. other words, it's backstabbery, but from the person you want to be backstabbing yeah. the other person. Yeah. Right. You're dead weight. You're... <laughs> it's not really backstabbing. Right. That guy sucked. Right. You're okay, got it. You have no value to the empire. Yeah. You're only out for but yourself. It's, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a righteous backstabbing. Yeah, there you yes. go. There you yeah. go. Yeah, well said. Uh so uh 
that that all took place, and the uh, the main characters on the rebel side, all not being necessarily rebels, but end up on the star destroyer with them because they are on that ship going out too. Right, uh, and uh, so that all happens. They they escape. In fact. There's a, a Tie Fighter flown twice by uh, by the, <laughs> I keep, what's her name I forget it keep forgetting Anora Anora yeah um, yeah and yeah, she that flies was a Tie Fighter twice and she dies in the Tie Fighter twice, twice. Um, <laughs> but she's not dead but, uh, but she, okay. okay yeah so then she wakes up in you know a Back much tank. much nicer place. Yeah, uh, heaven for, for her. Heaven. Yes, yeah. she up in heaven. <laughs> Harry Potter's mind. Um, yeah. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Dumbledore is there, yeah. and a white bench. Um, so it, you know, you, it, it, it good good ending, right? For you know, for the Wait, how does Wedge side. get away? Um, how does do we? He's even on the know? ship with them when they're getting off planet. Yeah, they, they, okay, yeah, they, they, they still, grab him. Yeah, so yeah, they're all he's going in a rough shape. Okay, yeah, but he makes it. Right. And, yeah. Like, in the end, is the payoff is, and here's what the is all these main characters: the Singer, Nora, Tim, and Jess. And then I can't remember. There's a th- another character who's like a, a dropship trooper from the yeah, Rebellion. yeah. He was starship trooper. That was yeah, it, that like, was wow. an interesting thing. It was almost like he, in <laughs> yeah, my mind, sorry. didn't exist up until like towards the very end. But I know I he think was in there earlier. His name is Johnny Rico, maybe. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah, yeah. Johnny Rico. Basically, a uh, uh, hardcore. <laughs> Uh, leatherneck marine type guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, at the end of the book, they come. The, uh, Admiral Akbar gets them all together, and he's like, "Okay, you guys are going to be our super imperial hunting patrol. Like you're going to go out and hunt down all these war criminal imperials." And you're the new justice. rebels. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> like, basically, like Nazi hunters. Yeah, setting up that, that so. crew. Now, uh, as a now, as an official entity, when I read that, I was freaking <clears throat> excited. I'm like, "This is going to be awesome! It's going to be uh, a bunch of ragtag people put together just hunting down it, these." It so you're saying that Singer will be played by Brad Pitt? Yes. <laughs> okay. It exactly. felt, felt honestly, or, uh, <laughs> I had a similar feeling, uh, like at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy, in the movie. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, they're basically Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. Yeah. That's interesting. That's a good comparison. or offense, off, offensive offensive yeah. <laughs> attackers the of the galaxy. The biggest bomb I think dropped of this book. Bomb, but we don't the know bomb. what kind of bomb yet. We don't tell know what me kind. what what they said <laughs> before the, we clarify. In the epilogue, uh, yeah. So yeah, Raisel, this is after the Admiral book. Admiral and the Imperial, who had tried to organize this thing, well, she ends up escaping. Well, and well first, the, throughout there's a theme, uh, a, a point of contention between all the Imperials about. The superstar destroyer that they've been hiding. Oh yeah, the guy right. Pen, is a Pendian grandma. Yeah, yeah. He keeps and, bringing up, "Oh, where's your superstar?" Yeah, you got a superstar destroyer. You're you not sharing yeah. with the other children. It's over there. It's yeah, why don't you let us play with your superstar destroyer? Yeah, uh, and she's so, like, "Shut up about it. Yeah. It's in I'll good give it hands." Back. I just want to hold it for a second. So she ends up <laughs> commandeering his star destroyer. Yeah, and takes it to back to the superstar destroyer. And yeah. so this is where the epilogue takes place. Yeah, the epilogue. We get an unnamed not very well described admiral that we're kind of led to believe organized this whole thing just to weed out the crappier people was, that were left in the empire. Oh, a te- no. It was a like, test for specifically Sloan and these people. Yes. Oh. He, he, in fact, it, it was, it was alluded to, he didn't actually admit it, but a signal had come from his ship to the rebel Alliance, let it, tipping them off. What yeah. Was he's going the one on. who, 
You that's not, that make that, it sound like he's the one. You know who that sounds like. And he was he was whistling a very uh, a classical theme, no. I guess that I didn't recognize. Um, so very maybe whistling a classical school. theme. What do you mean? What was like the name a, of the song? Oh uh, shoot, Imperious something or other. Yeah. So he was whistling a song. Yes, he was whistling a, a classical song. Did we? Like, in, did we? Was he just there in presence? I think they describe the only description he, we get of yeah. him is it was him and Stone uh, talking. He had a cold presence together. and uh, what did it say? Uh, eyes like he was going to eat some. I don't know. Uh, what is it? Devour you or something like that? Yeah. I'm thinking cold presence, huh? Like blue skin, maybe? Maybe? <laughs> cold and blue what? is cold. It's a cold color, Could right? Guys, guys. Yeah. My finger is hovering it over just, the button, well, but I don't feel right about it, pressing it. And yet. a big a big big thing and he said. Thrawn? Is it Thrawn? <laughs> it, it, is it, guys? Wait, Thrawn? What? <laughs> no. Thrawn? Jar Jar? Is it Jar Jar, guys? Thrawn? It's Jar Jar. It's Jar-Jar. probably Jar Jar. Yeah, one Misa sent the signal. Yeah, he was very um, <laughs> adamant that the Empire was extremely flawed and it needs to be completely different. Yes. Right. Yeah. So he was. Yeah. I mean, if you if you take any kind of Thrawn talk out so of you're it, thinking, you're thinking you're more okay. more first order. Yeah. Thoughts. Yeah. Okay. So All right. Yeah, there's, well, there's some speculation. It's whatever. Grand Admiral or whatever Supreme Leader Snoke, maybe it's him. I that's Acts. what I've been wondering ever since these teases came out, uh, as people were finishing aftermath, as if this Snoke character could be this person Starts or if there, right. and again, or if Snoke is a code word. I mean Remember, these are journey to if the we Force actually Awakens. were given the one of the gr- like the greatest legends character ever back. No. Oh, Can yeah. you imagine? Not, not in a movie. They're not going to do it there. See, I don't know. Here's what it could have well, been if they did it 15, 20 years ago. It could easily yeah. have been. He's it's being not con. Can't... It's not con. Oh, it's con. Oh, yeah. That's what you're saying, right? And con <laughs> rhymes with. I was not. <laughs> I was, I I like was not that thinking right. in those terms, but you've bested me with my own words where, yeah, I guess that is what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm but... saying it's not con. It's not con. It's not, oh, it's con. Oh, it was, and that's exactly what it was. It was no, no, yeah, it's Snoke, not. Pff, here's, that's too easy. Here's yes, why that's I don't what we think. Did. Here's why I don't think it's Snoke because Snoke is being set up. If it's the Handy Circus character and talking about the Force and the trailer and all that stuff, that that doesn't sound like Thrawn. Thrawn is not a. True. Um, he's not, you know, Sithy and all that well, stuff. Also, that's, he is learned. He also, knows the Force. Also, that's thirty years in the future. Sure, right. Yeah, exactly. So, well, but here's what I'm wondering, just because I saw you guys texting and and I figured that's what you're talking about. That you know, maybe this is the emergence of Thrawn. Now, what do you think about this? What if you know they play this out? It is Thrawn. It's Warlord Zinge. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, go yes. ahead. Actually, I like Zinj. Um, it is Thrawn. I mean, what do they do here? I mean, let's just play this out and assume Katana, that it is Thrawn. Katana fleet. Do they, do they, well, no, that's what I'm saying. Do they, do they bring back Zahn's trilogy into the canon? What if that's where, if they the do, guess who else from? comes with it? Jason and Jaina. I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. There's about... a lot of things. What if, what if they rewrite? And Lou. Well, yeah, that was the other thing. The, the, or the th- do they yeah. keep Thrawn and rewrite his story? Yeah, yeah. Just do a different, I'm completely different that. bend. I'm fine on that because, again. Well, it... that, that's, you're treading a, you know, a, an excellent 
series. Oh yeah, where you're rewriting it. That's but I don't tough. think you'd be rewriting it. I think you'd, it's a rebooting. You know, you're it's a character who yeah. There's like, a lot of reboots which, that's gone you know, wrong. We've talked about yeah, but we've <laughs> talked a lot about like the mar the comic book reboots and stuff, and they they do that all the time. Like, all right, we're getting rid of all these heroes now. These are the only ones. Two issues in, three of them just came back in a different way, and yeah. now they're different people and doing different things. You could do that with the master strategist that Thrawn was. Yeah. See, with I, I just I almost wish that they would bring back at least that series into the canon because yeah. it was so well done. It was the it was the kickoff point of everything. The EU problem back in the is 90s. so much happened. So much happened with our main characters that if you wanted their story to diverge at any point, it would have it would be pretty. It would be a lot more dramatic to be after the Thrawn trilogy than before the Thrawn trilogy because you've got first off Han and Leia are married with kids. Yeah. Luke's met this woman who wants to murder him, but kind of doesn't. But yeah. and there's a little bit of, you know, sexual tension. Well, see, th- this is what's interesting yeah. to me. Do we know when book two comes out? It's gonna. I would assume I it's after Force Awakens, know. right? Yesterday. Yeah, it's after. Okay, yeah. so let's play this out a little bit. Okay, we've got this book one. <laughs> yeah. Um, we get the Force Awakens. Maybe there's some reveals in there. Yeah. We find out it's Jason oh, wait, and Jaina. Or we find out that there's this redheaded chick in the movie or something. Yeah. You know, and, and then book two comes out and you find out it's Thrawn and, and suddenly Zahn is back in. What if we see Force Awakens? We find out that everything in the Legends is actually canon. <laughs> just <laughs> everything. <laughs> They're like, yeah, oh, we man. were just totally joshing with you guys. You guys are like, woo. We're like, ah. You're telling me I'm, I'm full of shit that it's too far fetched. <laughs> No, no, actually, it was just totally being a D-bag and just <laughs> going, what if? Um, uh, yeah, I, that would be awesome. Yeah, I honestly, like, the next... Is this, I guess, is this series worth bringing back in? To me, it would be. I, yeah. I think parts that... Parts of it. I, yeah, there, I think what Garrick just said is okay. the key. Parts of it. All right. Because there's no reason why you can't have had Thrawn. Right. Mm-hmm. But you got 30 years, right. and if the Force is actually awakening at right. the time of the Force Awakens, sure. then potentially you've got 30 years that the Empire has had to survive in some form, whether it's a different form or right. not, right. without a Sith at its head. So there still has to have been people of some sort in charge of that all right. along. And so yeah. bringing yep. bringing, yeah, bringing uh, Thrawn and Paleon <laughs> back into the fold is 100% feasible, but like I said, without the baggage of tying Leia had to have married Han, Jason and Jada well, had to have been born. We have stuff. we have interlude stuff to talk about. Oh, yeah. where's, there's more. But just, wait, there's more? Yes. Yeah, just All right, Billy Mays, hit what me. Corey was saying, uh, one of the characters, Yash, I think his name was Yashu, the, uh, is kind of the acolyte to Emperor Palpatine, right. like his BFF. He kind That's of, the character I really was, liked. Uh, yes, he yeah. was kind of interrogating Wedge at one point and kind of telling him, you know, about he was kind of alluding that they had were searching beyond the outer rim, yeah, and had were searching for some sort of power. So it was interesting that they're were touching on the outer rims again. Yep, you know what I'm saying? that that yeah. that right. dark side power yeah. in the outer rim has been haunting Star Wars for 15 years, yep. yes, more than exactly. That. Yeah, yep. So as I was saying, the interludes, like I. There were quite a few interludes to break up the action, just kind of going. And I don't over. remember them all. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember them all. There was one with Mon Mothma, but the, that I think was a, that was a brilliant one yeah, too. That was, that was really good. Yeah, there was one on Jakku where some guy was just getting drunk in a bar. Yeah, there was one where Admiral Akbar was hanging out in his dojo. Yeah, he was yeah. Uh, doing some uh, fighting, doing some fish aesthetics, right? Trident and whatever. But the a couple <laughs> ones that really stood out in my mind, and probably Howie, you probably agree with me. Uh, 
first one was Han Solo mm-hmm. and Chewie Baca the Wookiee. Chewie Baca. Which Baca. is Baca. so weird because they have nothing to do with this book. Basically, the only main well, none of, none of the, original uh, trilogy characters that were in the book. That, I think except, it's 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 uh, we need to point out that none of the interludes have anything to do with the book, but they do. Yes. Er, the first half it's of the book, setting what up I've what's read, going on around everybody. Else. Yeah, yes, what I've right. read so far is that you know, with Admiral Akbar, he's they're actually someone's talking to him about like what's happened to Wedge, and he's not reported back. With Mon Mothma, they're talking about this is the state that the New Republic is going in. This is where we're moving, and stuff like that, which is directly impacting or basically giving you the actual background behind why well, the Imperials are having to talk the way I, they're talking. I mean, I guess I, I see your your point of view, yeah. but I I look at it as a, a little bit differently. Is this is all the stuff that's going on right now, basically? You know, within a given window, yeah, and that happens to be going on right now with those characters, which does I guess it tie in to the book, but it's not directly you know about yeah. the story. I didn't I didn't think of them at all as about the characters who were in the interludes. I talked I thought more about how those characters were impacting what was affecting the rest of the yeah, story. Yeah, no, and I look yeah. at totally different. And I, for the first half of the book, yeah. I, I feel that that's almost indisputably the way it, it was. It may not be the intention throughout, but for that first half of the book, it was consistent, where all of them, everything they were talking about was all about the hearts and minds of the people and the changing of the galaxy as a whole. And then somebody says, meanwhile, Han and Chewie are sharing a brew <laughs> at the local tap calf. And I'm like, wait, what? And I have no idea. I don't know what you're well, going to say I mean, they're yeah, actually doing. There, there's, there's ones about just... This this uh, random family, uh, father and two sons, where one is, you know, one of the sons is, uh, they seem kind of backwoods a little bit. Yeah. And one of the sons is, like, major, like, on the side of the Imperials, and the other one's, like, went to fight with the Rebels, and they're the big dispute, and the, you know, stormtroopers I come, and they, remember they go running out. I mean, it, it did have nothing to do with anything. It, 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 right. And it, it's it has... Nothing to do with it, but everything to do with and it. And see, I think I remember thinking that that took place on Akiva, and it was actually what was happening on the planet. But now it, that you mention it, in it, this co- out out of the context, I should say, then it's kind of like, actually, I don't know that. I don't remember if it said that or not, and maybe that didn't have any... Right. Uh, yeah. Those were weird. The, I, and yeah. I think that's part of the struggle with this book, is it, if it struggled to make that connection of what the interludes were. Right. Yeah. I think yeah, once, you take them- the, yeah, once you take the interludes out, and you just focus on the story, you're like, okay... That makes a lot more sense to me, at yeah. least in my well, mind, the way them, I think about some it. Some of the thing, the interludes, some of them did tie into the main story, but some of them were just totally out beyond the realm of anything that had to do with the main story. And I have a problem yeah. with that. That's inconsistency so was, to me. Yeah, well, I, I think you could take all the interludes out, even the ones that kind of tie in. You can take them out. And it yeah. doesn't affect the story and, at all. And it some would of have the interludes me. were just were a running story too, like the one with that reporter. They, those were a couple interludes. They had a couple that, of interludes. Yeah. Yep. But yep. some of the other lo- interludes were just like, oh, this is a one shot. This right. is what this dude's doing yeah. over here. And so what's happening with? So the interludes are an excuse to tell us what's happening with other characters exactly. in some cases, and in other cases they were actually used for the the story, and in yeah. a couple of cases they were just completely random. Yeah. Right. So uh, take it or leave one, it. Like Han, and, Han Solo and. Chewbacca are going somewhere to do some stuff and they get a call Rebel uh, stuff from Rebels and saying, Hey, guess what? Empire spread pretty thin and they're really they don't get he doesn't resource. get a call from Rebels. And there's a uh yeah, um the actual show Rebels calls them. Yeah. 
<laughs> and say, hey, you know what? The empire is spread really thin and there's a, a kind of a gap near a planet called Kashyyyk. Perhaps you've heard of it. Yeah. It's where, you know, these things called Wookiees live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, no, nah, man. And Chewie's and like, Chewie, give me the phone. Chewie's like, dude, <laughs> like, dude, dude man, come on, man. He's like, all, all right. He's like, give him the nod. Like, come on. Like, all right, whatever. Let's. So they decide to scrap whatever mission they're doing and go fly Hook to Kashyyyk. Hook up with to, all of his... Yeah, lumpy and, and all grumpy. his uh, yeah. lumpy and itchy. We're lumpy, itchy, and Milo. In all there? the people who no. he ran with before. <laughs> Darn. Yeah, all his friends. Quote unquote. Um, yeah. I think one of the interesting things, if I remember correctly, Garrett, correct me if I'm wrong. I might. Uh, there was I, a, 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 they kind of alluded to a relationship between Han and Leia. Yes, they, they did. They, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm not gonna hit the button for, for that. No, no, for whatever, whatever that's like, worth. Yeah, yeah. So who knows what's gonna happen when they go to Kashyyyk to free all the Wookies? Yeah, because he's kind of almost turning his back really on. Yeah, the he's rebels right piss, now. He yeah. might piss Leia off because she's probably the one who sent him on the mission in the first place. We're right, not really and he's got yeah. jet set instead. He's still right. doing rebel stuff. It's just not sanctioned rebel stuff. Right. right. That's that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's yeah. taking attack of opportunity. <laughs> Would you please leave your D and D lingo with that? Another door. one that uh, I, I really another D six to my damage. Come on. Another one I really liked was a, a dirty deal was going down. Dirty uh, uh, between uh, someone who claims to have Darth Vader's lightsaber, yeah, uh-huh. and yeah. these um, I don't know what you call them Sith acolytes. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and interesting. They wanted to purchase. Vader's lightsaber so that they can destroy it to give it to Vader in the afterlife. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. the precursors okay. to the Knights of Ren. I was going to say, is that is that what they're alluding to? Is that maybe this is a you connection to the Knights of Ren? You don't know. I, they could be laying down groundwork. It could be some random thing out there. It's a really. It, I'm going to tell you, yeah, that, that'd, be, to be random. that'd be too dumb if it were random. I agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I think it's very intentional. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this these are called the Journey to the Force Awakens, you yes. know, series. So, so they had to put something in there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean that that kind of alludes to that was, furthering yeah, that some of the rumors that we'll be talking about right. too. I think. What yeah, else? Do we have any? Was there any Luke? Uh, yeah, there was no Luke, but there was the one on Tatooine where. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah. So someone was uh, trying to do Kitster some business with some Jawas. Oh, Jawas. Where uh, it wasn't having much luck. So a guy came up behind him and said, Hey, I can help you. I'm good with these guys. Yeah. And he helps him uh, go find the good stuff at the back of the sand crawler. And they just happened to have a full set of uh, scarred, acid worn uh, Mandalorian armor. Wait a minute. Back. Why would there be any Mandalorian uh, armor and how would it get acid Welcome back. I'm hitting the button. He's back, huh? Well, we know he's back. We don't know about him. Well, yes. that's the thing. No, we've had an announcement from Lucas. Lucas officially announced that, that yeah. he was bad. But, but Lucas is full is, of, we don't Lucas is not a source of information well, anymore. He's also right? in Battlefront, so Yeah, that's true. There's that. They, and they've announced that he's back in, but we haven't pretty, seen it in story form. We don't know what the story is. Right, yet. and and it would appear that he did in fact get out of the Sarlacc cuz otherwise how did the armor get With out the of the Sarlacc? With the help of a bandaged <laughs> Yeah, it would be yeah, kind of hard to get the armor out. 
Oh, I'm going to climb in the Sarlacc just to get the armor. Yeah. Here's here's what I'm fearful of. Okay, so the, in this deal, the guy who's helping... Oh, we're talking about the, Boba Fett, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guy, oh, the this is the gratuitous Boba Fett this, scene. Who's right. helping this guy get the good stuff on the sand crawl ends up shooting it, the guy and buying the armor or just taking the armor from the Jawas and saying, this is mine. I need this. I'm going to wear it. He's the new so, law in town. Yeah, he's the new law in town. So, so it kind of leads me to believe that is Boba Fett just a mantle now or is that actually Boba Fett? Yeah, I mean, that, that's right. I was uh, thinking the same thing and it, it does like make you wonder. Pirate Roberts. Yeah, huh? exactly. exactly. Yep. <laughs> the Dread Hunter Boba. I think Brandon, friend of the show, that's exactly what I texted him. <laughs> like, it's Dread Pirate Roberts. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah no. that's, that's and that's kind of an interesting concept. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Really, not buying it. Yeah. Boba Fett's oh. alive. Toads. How would you He's know? Come. Has to be. Listen how to you, man. Know? How did the armor get out of the sarlacc? What do you think the sarlacc well, just reached the tendrils? No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying. I'm not saying he didn't come out. But I'm, what I'm saying is. He, the Boba Fett going forward may not be the Boba Fett we had. The Boba Fett. The Boba Fett. The Boba Fett. Well, it's, it's an entity point, now, not a person. At some point, real Boba Fett, the real Dill Boba Fett, is going to show up and go, "You ain't yeah. me, fool." Unless he was he's too damaged. Unless he's too damaged. Ma, ma. He's done it before. He's got all mad at Jester Morell yeah. and stuff like that, yeah, saying, yeah. "You ain't me. You don't even or, know yeah, me." Or maybe the guy that took the armor is going to paint it and name himself Jodo Cast. There you go, Jodo. Maybe Cass. the guy who took the armor <laughs> is Boba Fett. Cannon. Jodo Cast is cannon. Yep. I'm going to hit the. I'm not going to hit the button for Jodo. Hey, Cass. Will you guys stop saying Boba Fett. I'm just <laughs> Boba <laughs> Fett. Who's saying Boba Fett? Boba Fett. Boba. The Boba. So we got a couple of BB interesting. Canon things that occurred during, unless you had another interlude you want to talk about, Howie. That's the only ones I remember. Yeah, no, go ahead. They're uh, so exciting. Couple. Of, there were some sad ones. There were some really. <laughs> there was one at towards the end that was like, oh, as Aww. being a father was. Can you yeah. guys? Can Dead you guys, kids suck. Can you guys tell me about that yeah. Wicked W. Warwick um, interlude? Yeah. Um, there was a Wicked interlude. Yeah. Oh, it just keeps getting better. Just kidding. There's no Wicked interlude. <laughs> oh. He doesn't. He calls the Wookie, uh, not Wookies. He rat calls bears. Rat, bears. Rat, rat bears. Bears. Yeah. rat bears. That was hilarious. But a couple interesting canon tidbits. Uh, Wedge Antilles uh, recruited by Fulcrum. Room to the Rebel Alliance. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, all right. yeah. yeah. You like that? Yeah. Fulcrum. You know, Sokotano. So yeah. it's just like uh, just mentioned in passing, or was there a scene described? Um, he's kind of telling uh, his where his origin, how he kind of joined the Rebel Alliance in Fulcrum. I think yeah. comes up or allu- uh, allusion to Fulcrum. Yeah, so, I remember. I remember hearing something Fulcrum. So that related. was kind of cool. I'm wondering if he's going to be in Rebels at some point. Hmm. <clears throat> yes. And uh, another interesting canon choice. Is <laughs> I almost uh, said, "Who would they voice him?" They're going to have to pick a wedge. I almost <laughs> said that. Oh, and dude, then I, I realized that the last after oh, I chose geez. not to. What like I almost picking said. the underwear yeah, out of your yeah, yeah, that's what that's yeah. like. So yeah, uh, another interesting canon choice. A uh, certain small fuzzy creature has made it into the canon. Um, uh, hamsters, hamsters have made it into the canon. Uh, yeah. What? Yeah. Hamsters. Hamsters in Star Wars. Do they dance? They do. They dance everywhere. Nobody. Uh, there is someone in their dialogue. I'm not turning it off. You were so adamant that I had this queued up. I'm letting it roll. Yeah. I, uh, the beat drops. I, 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 I'm sorry. I got a little relaxed. I wasn't. I wasn't Johnny on the spot there. 
That's all right. But hamsters in Star yeah. Wars? They uh, well, they have rats the and bears said, now. Uh, they were talking about something about shrinking themselves down to a hamster size. Are we getting really fast and loose with <laughs> with referring to real world, uh, real life animals? In I think yeah, I think the, at one point they said sitting ducks. If I remember. Yeah. yeah. Which I don't feel like animals are so baked into our lexicon that we can't write around that. Yeah. I feel so, like that's um, getting lazy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that is. But and we managed to it. avoid it 99.9% of the time up until now. Why do we just suddenly, you know, I mean, yeah. Okay. Let it's funny go. to call Ewoks rat bears. I get that is it. funny. But they're rat but yeah, if we just start saying that, I mean, at some point there's going to have to be an Earth-like planet with all our animals there, <laughs> you know, because they've got a reason to describe well, them and call them by name. Star Wars, just like Battlestar Galactica. I hope I'm not being too anal. I, I don't feel like I am. I feel like it's like, you know. I feel you, man. I mean, I always those I, are things that always kind of bug me a little I, bit. I give and the, you're right. I, you, it's an author, all-powerful. You don't have to do that. Yeah, I don't give them a second thought. I guess I don't. It doesn't bother no me one No one's surprised bit. by that. No. Yeah, you, no, it doesn't bother me too much either. But I I'd understand say no what you're one's surprised saying. by the fact it doesn't bother Howie. Oh, well, of course, <laughs> because Howie's always like, "Yeah, I'm good with it." But I'm just like, we managed to not do that for a long time. Why are we doing it now? I'm not saying it actually, never it's, happened. Actually, it's, it did it's happen funny because later in the legends, I mean, they actually almost came up with their own kind yeah, of language. It, there were so many animals that existed at that point that you could make those same types of comparisons using the ones from Star Wars. I tend to have a problem when it's so it's blatantly. We're creating all these new crazy things just to do it. I know, but like... That's annoying to me. Scruffy looking nerf herder, pull the ears off a of gun dark, bullseye... Bullseye... Bull... Bullseyeing, bullseyeing, womp rats <laughs> at Beggars Canyon back home. I mean, these are things that were in the womp movies. Womp rats, I mean, come on. And then we're... Yeah, come on. I mean, again... You can easily say womp rat bear. That's <laughs> true. You can, and as soon as someone does, I'll crawl off that one. But I mean, but then rats. also creating all these other uh, minox, you know, and all these and, other species. Well, they that have were an entire. I mean, Banthapudu. Well, they've they went but, out of their way to tell us that they've got all this reference material now. It's like, well, fucking use it. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it, in a lot of those cases, you had visual. A visual way to see what they're talking about. That's not, true. not in all cases. That's true. And not everybody has played Night Steel Republic. So, you know, Gizka references are going to sail over a lot of people's heads hey, and I stuff like things. that. Yeah. But there's still a rich stuff to deal through. To If you say it in the right way, you can still communicate what you're trying to say without someone knowing exactly what the animal is, you know? Right. And and yeah. that goes that way across. Yeah, everything. I mean, he, we're not going to say we're going. Oh, and the freighter, the, you know, he 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 drove. He flew a small speeder about the size of a Honda Civic. You, I mean, you're not going to say the that. The thing is, they did do that in this book too. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's yeah, it's, it's the well, exact Accord, same thing. It's what, it's what's saying. That you know, they said Honda Accord. Oh, so I thought you had something actually of value to say. I, it's, you know <laughs> that was your mistake, then. I think yeah. it's going to be. Why would you think that? You know, even though they're trying to keep this tight at the beginning with the newest stuff, it's going to be a little loosey goosey at first. But I think uh, as I time it. goes on, like I said, you know, like I said, the old legends toward the end. I mean, all those authors kind of they had their own language that they spoke. I mean, right. they know they knew how to reference things. You know, time and you know and and you know. Uh, just you know the the references to animals and and you know different phrasings and things like that. So well, that's how the, the right? new authors will get to that point too. Um, I don't remember hearing kilometer. I remember hearing clicks and stuff like that. But 
That's a kilometer. Yeah, clicks. But not kilometer called out. So uh, there's all, yeah, there there are some things that are going to have to be transferable, but there are other things that are just more blatant. And I think that this should be cautious. um, Just to, I guess, sum it up before we get way far off subject. I I like the book. Thought it was a good book. Probably my uh, third favorite book of the new canon, I would say. So, how many are there? I yeah, definitely like the book. Jesus, I was trying to think of where I now, where man. I would put it. Um definitely one of the the top half for me. Uh but yeah, I I definitely enjoyed it after after I could get past a few of the things. There's a couple eye roll moments for me, you know, just Yeah. Some of the it always things. is. That's but, not a big deal. Yeah, it's not a big deal. You well, just, it's you not a big deal it. for you guys, but if Howie's rolling his eyes, I'm pulling my hair <laughs> out of my skull. Well, it's, it's interesting Usually. to see the wide range of reviews this get, this book is getting. It's getting and it, every single star imaginable, like all the one to ten, really, and, and everything in between. It's ten crazy. out of five. That's wow. ten out of five. It's it gets well. Yeah. I mean, some point do ten stars. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's so strange. And then, I'm obviously there's been a if you've paid attention to Twitter, there's been a huge backlash because some of the characters are gay big deal oh who it, cares it's like, was that I even mean, a big point in the no but there was no, but there was, was a funny was, point there was, was the a exact really same funny. the exact same way they did it before which is basically two married yeah. women like yeah well, and was, one of the one of the main just, one of the main characters is too yeah. singer is uh gay oh that, and, that and the way hilarious. they revealed that was actually uh, uh, uh it was funny oh, it because was great. they were they're walking well i i don't want to describe it too much but because it it's too much to describe, but the uh, the bounty hunter thought that he was going to hit was hitting on her. Oh yeah, and he's like, I mean, she's uh, so yeah, no, I don't roll that she's, way. <laughs> she's she is very pragmatic. She's matter of fact about everything. She's like, she's like, okay, I you find know, you desirable. Like, she's like, I know, I find you desirable. We shall couple after this is over. <laughs> yeah, and he's so like, whoa, wait, wait, oh. Hold on, I, I don't like women, yo. Yeah, and that's it's all just matter of fact. That's yeah, it was yeah. just kind of a little funny bit, uh, you know, that was was yeah, in there. I mean, that's this. I don't get the backlash. I guess just dumb. I guess well, it's probably just a, a, a very loud minority. If you've got if you've got a major character and two, you know, two of the important secondary characters, you know, in an otherwise tight knit group that's a higher percentage than people are used to seeing in their own surroundings that it can be harder to believe and if it's harder to believe for people that's when their offenses kick in now i'm not saying it's justified but i'm saying that that's a, that's a fine line authors have to weigh the pros and cons of you know yeah I so mean, it's one it's of those just, things where it's like all right if i'm gonna if i'm gonna push something yeah. on some people that even though this is science fiction it's a completely fictional universe but people look at it as unrealistic in their own experiences Oh, That's dumb. the kind of thing. Yeah, well, I'm not going to call them dumb. Everybody, they might not be. Everybody, the, I mean, the most exposed opinion is valid, but exactly. I mean, no, not those. Not, so you don't have to be an angry. You don't have to be an angry Bible banger to be offended by that. You could just be someone who's like, really. Right. Well, everybody wants to be represented <laughs> in, in the things they read. That's that's part of the appeal to reading things because you feel like you you're you're being a. Uh, you know, portrayed or whatever. But yeah, and I, yeah, I your experiences are being reflected. I think there's right. a lot of validity in that, but there's also I have a problem with, and I don't think this book did this. I have a problem with 
just beating you over the head with it because right right yeah, yeah. And I think Which, well, there's two extremes there's beating you over the head with it and I'm and, and forget the fact that we're talking about gay characters here I think it's it was, right. with anything right. exactly. that any might be viewed as thing, right. yeah any specific thing and there's 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 beating you over the head with it and then there's being so nonchalant and passively right. bleh with it that it's like a what what right. purpose did that even well, serve I mean, I mean, not that I'm saying you can't do that but like. Would the would the opposite circumstances ever be a thing? No, you know. I, well, I mean, it's it's. I don't it's even know the, what that the, means. I actually, mean, the analogy but, uh, on a cinematic scale would be like we've talked about a hundred times. It's it's you know does the does the camera just pan across the screen or that, does it exactly. stop? Does it stop and look at? You does know, it stop at, while at Lucas's, Lucas's daughter turns around suit, and right. stares into right. it? Yeah. And it's like, oh, it was just a fleeting moment. No, it was a fleeting moment that you hit with a ball peen right. hammer. Right. And so I'm not. I mean. Anything that you hit with a ball peen, ball peen hammer, such as the the overly ham fisted like quotes from the movies, or, you know, yeah. as Han would always say, "Fly casual." Oh yeah, he always said that all the way through the trilogy. Yeah, right. He was just like, "Hey, everybody, fly casual." <laughs> hey, hey guys, hey everybody, have a safe trip. Also, fly casual. Am I right? High fives. Yeah. That's not a thing that Han exactly say would that say. Yeah. It's a thing that Han said when he could not figure out what Never to tell say. Me the odds. Yeah. yeah. Everybody in everybody in Legends yeah, always said, "You know how Krellians are. Krellians are one." To know the odds. Yeah, the entire species is that way because of something a dude said while he was trying to get something else accomplished and wanted everyone to shut up. It's that kind of thing. Right. It just right. so happens to be much. something that maybe in you know in certain societies in modern day real world Earth high um, that some people take issue with and don't are or are uncomfortable with. But it's again anything in a book that you hit with a ball peen hammer, whether or not you're drilling it into people or just running away right. from it as quickly. What you, you guys have it, described it stands out. It, it, what you guys have described seems pretty. I mean, the way I would prefer it, just you know, yeah, I mean, you just yeah. if, unless it's a main point. I mean, if, unless it's a main plot point, you know, not why really. do that? Not at all. Yeah. yeah. No. So then, then they did it correctly. Even, I don't even care if it's a main main plot point. I don't care. I don't care if it's secondary. Uh, I don't. I don't care at all. I I just kind of hate the little like run up to the window and then run away. It's like oh. Uh, what are you trying to do with that? Are you trying to force people to expand their right. sensibilities? Because if you're doing that, those people are completely valid in being pissed off at you. Whether or not they're right about their social stances completely doesn't matter it's in this circumstance. Anyway. If you're trying to force fans to evolve, <laughs> you're right. being a dick in yeah. some way. Right. No, absolutely. <laughs> right. Yeah. And and that's that way in anything. It's like, well, I'm going to do something that half the people won't like. So there. I don't care what you're doing. You're, sure. That's what you're doing. Right. So um, in this case, yeah, I I really, really don't care at all about it. It's just those little, I don't like those little sticking points. Like, okay, the two, the the sister-in-law or whatever, uh, is it, was it Anora's sister or the, the husband's sister and her wife? Oh, man. I think it was her sister's, right? Those characters right. were great. Secondary characters, a good dynamic. It actually served a purpose of like being, you know, they were supposed to raise the son, mm -hmm. but he was too had on his own, too had too much of his mom in him, and had to run off and do his own thing. And the way that they were so grounded to offer that different perspective on that, there was abs that was perfect. Right. That was perfect. And but you know, at other times, if you get something like, oh, by the way, Dumbledore, 
you know, <laughs> serves, <laughs> it, well, the books are done. This has right. nothing to do with right. anything. Right. But here yeah. you go. And it's like, well, right. I, I mean, you have the right to do that. No sure. one can take that away from yep. you. But what do you gain from it? What right. do the characters gain from it in the literary yeah. sense? Right. Right. So it, it, I don't care whether that. Yeah, right. It thing. doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter what the thing is. It's whatever. It just if you're hanging too long, like we said with the camera, <laughs> yeah, on the Twilight, it's that's too much. Yeah, you just yeah. you have to be subtle about these things. You it's, just, and you it's just sensitive. Do. It's a sensitive thing. It is whether or not you think it should be. It is right. right. So it is what it is. Yeah, absolutely. Anyhow, racing away from that. Yeah, you guys need to nut up. Yep. Anyway, that was a good book. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, next book. Uh, no, none of you jerks read. Not. Lost Stars by uh, Claudia Gray. Yeah. It is a young adult novel. And I don't know about you guys, but every time I hear young adult novel, there's a certain stigma attached to that kind of... Uh, Harry Potter. Traditionally games. in Star yes. Wars, young adult novel meant it also had Scholastic written on the front. Which right. Exactly. So did Harry Potter. Jedi series. <laughs> but but yeah, was, I, well, I think Harry Potter has changed that Yeah, that dynamic Because yeah, I was technically that speaking... You know, The Hunger Games is a junior, you know, yeah. teen novel, like, but a lot of people divergent of, uh, as well, right? The, divergent, yeah. A lot of people enjoy those. Yeah. Maze Runner, that kind of stuff. Speaking, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, so we're, we're kind of living in the age where <laughs> there's a, there's probably the thinnest line between adult and young adult novels that there I've ever seen. I, mean, I don't know many adults who are good readers, so I would say one, <laughs> they are one and the same. Like what, when Harry Potter first came out, was it classified as a children's book or was it yes. actually young adult? It was young adult. So I, I didn't read that till I was in my twenties, and no, it college. wasn't. It wasn't young adult. I'm it sorry, it was like a like teen. Okay, so not, reading, yeah. I don't know. I so think yeah, it was. Considered I would a not read book. Harry Potter yeah. for the longest. time. I mean, my daughter's age. I I'm pretty sure she'd be comfortable reading that book. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least the first one. I mean, yeah, the first one. Yeah, right. When you get to maybe the, the first the two, but yeah, the, the other ones. Yeah, Sam, people start dying. People start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was like to say. I wouldn't read it for the longest time because, you know, I got this idea in my head like, oh, it's just a kid's book. It's right. stupid. But then I started reading in college and I kind of hid it in my desk drawer so no one <laughs> see me reading it. Like, oh, wait. I got to the fourth one and I'm like, oh, man, this is amazing literature. I took mine to work. Feet <laughs> <laughs> up on I, the desk. I stuck in like, people's faces guys, and said, guys, look. You got to read. You got to read this Harry Potter. And Corey's like, shut up. Yeah, that's what I said. Kid, I said, shut kid. up, you dumb little kid that little I live kid. with. You're just like Mike. Go, go, <laughs> shut go, up. See your, go cry to your mommy, you it, little kid. That sounds so much anyway. like me. <laughs> it does. It totally does. Okay, so anyway, Claudia Gray wrote a book. Yeah, I think I would have learned that not to stigmatize young adult novels. But yeah, I read Lost Stars. Um, it was uh, freaking amazing. What? Freaking amazing, yeah, huh? Freaking amazing. Aftermath yeah. is pretty good, but Lost Stars is freaking amazing? Oh. Really? MG, yes. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot oh, of this, so that's why it's on my list. Lost Stars is the book that most people didn't even know was happening. Yeah, it's like Force Friday happened, and what? Lost Stars? It came out the same day as a bunch of other Star Wars on Force Friday. Yeah. came out the same day as Aftermath, came out as a bunch of other little children's scholastic type books. So it kind of, I guess, flew under the radar, maybe. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, you know what? I finished Aftermath. I don't have anything really on my docket to read. Why not? It was it, it's it was only ten bucks. So on the uh, my Nook thing, yeah. I'm like, why not? I'll go ahead and read it. How many and pages? 
Holy crap. There, there's, it's, it's actually pretty meaty. It's a thick it's, book on the shelf. Yeah. I looked at it and I was like, this is about the same size as Aftermath. 300, 500? Yeah. What, what? We're, we're looking at, I think it edges out about 350, somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah, I'm not sure because yeah. my Nook doesn't translate well to other No, they really oh, don't. Doesn't? No. Really? It's not real <laughs> yeah. world. Oh, yeah, it's not real pages. I didn't know that. It's fake digital pages. Anyway, the story kind of is uh, if you read the back of the book, it's like, Oh, a story that takes place during the, uh, behind the scenes of star Wars, the original trilogy. And, Whoever wrote that summary, I don't know if it's should the be dragged down the street and shot if the book is good. Because I read that <laughs> yeah, cover at on Force Friday, and I was like, "Dumb." I'm like, "Ah, oh, this is dumb." It's just going to be like, "Hey, look, let's go to the Death Star and see some." Oh, we exploded. We're dead. Now. Yeah, it was the worst book cover I'd ever. Yeah. Like, I was in no way attracted to this book so at all. I I got to reading this book, and I'm not gonna. I don't want to spoil it because first of all, it'd be hard to spoil because the story is so in depth and uh moving. I mean, it's, it's epic. The story is just epic because it revolves around two characters named Sierra Ree and Thane Kryle, I guess it's pronounced. And it's kind of like the story from them being little kids all the way up to uh, the Battle of Jakku and a little bit farther beyond that. Oh, wow. So you got you got two main characters and it's just... It's it, like I think on our couple podcasts ago, we kind of described it as Romeo and Juliet. That's what everyone bit, right? has yeah. described it as. I would say not really, really, because uh, Romeo and Juliet was big about you know their families and right. they weren't allowed to see each other, and then they killed each other in the end. In this well, case, their family's a rebellion in the Empire, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I would say so, but it's it's really hard to describe. I think my. Yeah, they still hook up every now and then. So it's not really like they're like the rebellion is basically the polar opposite of the empire. Like there's at one point things like, hey, I need some leave. And and uh, uh, General, I think it was Dodonna or somebody was like, yeah, whatever. Just, you know, come back whenever. <laughs> Wear rubber. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but Sierra. Lee How do was, I say something that Micah's. <laughs> And rolls no, his eyes. I was laughing. That was the, not. I, I was, did not. Yeah. You need more Mountain Dew. I was chuckling. So they, they both go through the um, uh, to the Imperial Academy on Coruscant. And they kind of you kind of grab their journey. And there's a certain point where their paths diverge. And Thane, the 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 guy character, kind of realizes the rot at the core of the Empire. Like yeah. he kind of sees some some stuff, man. He's, yeah, yeah, man. Stuff. But uh, yeah. I really don't want to go into it because I don't want to spoil this book. It's funny. We're a spoiler cast, but you want us to read this. Yeah. I want everyone to read this because I don't know if I'm being super hyped up about it because it was different from anything I've ever read so far in the new Canon or just that it was so much better written than anything I've read in the new Canon. But how you know, have you noticed how little Howie said (laughs) his thumb is flying over his phone and I'm betting you anything he's looking, he downloading it or it's it's already, yeah, it's on, it's on its way. So Claudia Gray, I mean, has she written anything that, that we would know or that the audience would know? I don't know. Haven't done the background. I've never read anything she's written before except Mm -hmm. this. So, so um, is it written in the present tense? <laughs> it's written in f- uh, future third person. Future third no. person. <laughs> it's written no, in it's, second person. <laughs> yeah. It's written in uh, two and a half people. Person. <laughs> no, it's written in the regular tense. Oh, third, thank third God. So it's really good. And it's young adults, so it's easy to understand. Even better for me. So it's on mic reading. <laughs> but yeah, high, highly recommend. I think so far is my favorite book in the new canon. Awesome. Wow. Okay, okay. I'm too, I'm I'm too on cheap board. to buy it. Can you read it to me, Garrett? Oh, yeah. 
Sweet. Yeah, no problem. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna buy it and read it on my new phone. Yeah, it's got a little bit of a bigger screen. I can pretend it's, it's a, a book. It's a great love story. And my, I think the biggest thing that I am twerking on. <laughs> oh wait, no, tweaking, <laughs> tweaking about. I like it better if you say twerking. twerking. It's okay. just the the uh, thought process that goes into each side, like how they can justify how uh, Sierra can justify still being with the Imperials after seeing, you know, Alderaan being destroyed and mm-hmm. all this other stuff yeah. and how Thane uh, kind of his thought process of like, man, the empire is really, really sucky. It's, it's like, yeah, you, you see Alderaan explode, you see the Death Star explode, but you never really get a personal view of like people who knew people who were on the Death Star. Like, you know, they weren't all bad. They were like just people who were misled, didn't know, what was going on? I mean, there's little techies and stuff. And yeah, so it's, it's very interesting to approach that subject and kind of almost feel sorry for them. Yeah. Some of the people who blew up on the death star. So yeah, I'm sold. Yeah. For 10 bucks. Yeah, man. I'll, I'll pay money for that. Yeah. And you get a little, uh, little taste of the battle of Jakku. Yeah. That's, that's the big, a good thing. the big, uh, the big, so this isn't a series. This is a one-off. This is um, everything. It, it very well could be a series, but as far as I know, it's just a one-off. Oh, okay. But yeah, I, I originally bought it. I think what sold me is like, oh, I want to see what happens to the Battle of Jakku. Maybe yeah. I'll just That's I'll I think what sold bit. a lot of people. Right. I'll read a little bit, maybe skip to the end, and I start reading and reading and reading some more, and I'm like, man, I can't put this down. Wow. I can't do it. Oh, yeah, cool. so. Really I good. did not expect that, I and I'm thrilled either. about it. Yeah, I know. I didn't either. And well, maybe we can come back freaked. in a couple weeks I'm, and talk I'm a little bit about... I'm kind of freaked out that I'm so freaked out about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> awesome. So, well, yeah. all right, yeah. gentlemen, let's then move ahead, because there's still more to cover, and this is already a huge one, so it's time for Porkins Bite of the Week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if y'all know this, but George Lucas has a lot of faith in computer-generated imagery. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you're aware that he was under the impression that it is the be-all and the end-all at times. <laughs> I think I read that Nowadays, yeah. It was his intention in Revenge of the Sith. If you remember at the end, you seen a dude dressed up like a short little Tarkin standing on a on a Star Destroyer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that guy. Uh, originally, George Lucas wanted to actually take old pictures and video of Peter Cushing and actually CG him in. Uh, <laughs> to the thing. Yeah. Why did he do that? That would have been sweet. <laughs> <laughs> because it would have been sweet, Garrett. Yes, it would have. <laughs> I believe the answer to your question is that they did do that. And it didn't work at all. Yeah. <laughs> and besides, that's 18 years before Peter Cushing. I mean, well, he was in older movies. He would have been in older stuff. They, you know, oh, is that what he's talking about in, uh, in different movies? Yeah. I thought we were talking uh, about footage I, from A New Hope. I don't know for sure. Oh, I, I really don't. Well, I wasn't. I wasn't there. Would have to get the rights to different movies. I don't know. They didn't have to colorize them. <laughs> they get them out of Dracula and shove them in there. Yeah, I mean, okay. you're talking about <laughs> you see Dracula. We're talking about you know 13 years before. Oh, talking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he was Van Helsing. Never I was mind. like, wait, <laughs> Peter Cushing yeah, is like Dracula's boyfriend. I, I like it. Count Dooku was Dracula. Oh yeah, yeah that he works. Was Van Helsing. That's right. He was. Count Dooku was Dracula, wasn't he? Yes, he was. 70s oh, my version. Word. Yeah. 
Peter was Peter Cushing, Cushing was, Van Helsing in that version? No, he was in Brides of Dracula. Okay, wow. So you guys are schooling me on the old horror Van films. Dracula, here. AD 1972. Count Dooku and Count Dracula. Mm. Oh, he played Van Helsing dun, a lot. Dun, dun. Count Dukula. <laughs> Count <laughs> Chocula. Maybe hey, it's time for rumors. actually found the way to keep people from talking over the music, which is to have it play ungodly loud in our headphones. Right. You need to turn that down so I can talk over it. Yeah, probably. Mike, we Good are boys. we have just had the meatiest review session ever. What we're, have you got for us in rumors? We're, we're gonna try to you know get through this as quick as possible. So. <laughs> we're just gonna we're because, just gonna you know, slash not, our way through this. Not because we've been going so long and I give a crap about the listeners. It's because I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> How much no, but, uh, do not with. take my behavior for philanthropy? <laughs> I am but a selfish man. <laughs> well, on our last podcast, we mentioned that uh, tickets for the Force Awakens uh, go on sale actually October 19th and uh, we've heard um, a little bit more about this Uh, our friends over at Full of Sith are reporting that it looks like this October 19th date has to do with uh, Century and Cinemark theaters only I guess at this point but they are theorizing that Regal and AMC uh, cinemas will also jump on board and get get on with that if uh, Century and Cinemark are actually indeed doing that. So We don't have any... Well, we, we do, do have... We have a Regal. We have a Regal, yes, in, in Fort Wayne. So. Yeah. Um, but uh, so anyway, if you have a Century or a Cinemark theater near you, those are the ones, at least at this point, that are going to be releasing ticket sales on October 19th. So, But stay tuned. I'm sure we're going to get updates on that uh, as we go. So Right. Um, right. Yes. Uh, Max von Sydow, remember oh, that, that guy? guy? Yeah, tall, skinny guy. Uh, you know, for it was funny because when we first started talking about the Force Awakens last summer, before we even had a title, when we were talking about the the actors and everyone that was brought on board, Max von Sydow was at the top of everybody's list. Yeah, because I think he was there at the read, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and uh, oh, what's he going to be? Who's he going to? And then let's go back through the annals of Boba time. Fett. Okay, Boba Fett, Kanan. <laughs> yep. Uh, Grand and- Moff Tarkin. <laughs> <laughs> He's Count got Dracula. the chops. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Count Dracula. Count Dracula. Count Dracula. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have new rumors hitting the, the web this week that uh, we have a name for this character now. We do have a name. What? Rumory. So, yeah, it's rumor, so take it for what it's worth. But uh, I don't know. This person seems to be pretty confident in what he's about to say uh, i guess during the filming of the force awakens the character was known as the vicar <laughs> for the whatever vicar. reason yeah the vicar they called him the vicar yep but okay. uh the um the character is being called an elder of a village on jakku and that he mm-hmm. plays a key role in the quest to find luke skywalker hmm. and uh, his name uh-huh Obi Wan. No, you don't know it. It's Salacious Crumb. Slor Santeca. What? Gilad Palian. <laughs> That's better. Let's yeah. go with that. Yeah. Say it again. Lor L O R San or San S A N and Teka T T E K K A. Why didn't they just call Max von Sydow? I might as well have. 
They called I don't know. Vicar. It's a better Star Wars name than most of them we've seen. That's true. That's <laughs> true. They called him Vicar, like V-I-C-A-R. Yes. Vicar. Like, yes oh, I have to go see the Vicar. He actually played Vicar in the 1996 movie Jerusalem, well, as well as the 1991 movie Oxen. So, so it was well, an inside joke. That was an inside joke. Experience as yeah. being the Vicar. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Probably someone said, I don't know what to call you, Max or Mr. Von Sydow. And he said, well, I've been called the vicar. So if you believe these rumors, I guess your hopes that uh, Boba Fett or um, or Keenan was going to be played by Max Von Sydow have been dashed. I don't, maybe, I, I don't maybe remember. Maybe he was I, a Boba Fett. <laughs> one of them, yeah. the new Boba Fett. One of the yeah. many one of the Boba Fetts. Yeah. I, I, don't recall, Fett. I don't recall ever buying into either of those. Maybe I did, I, but uh, I, I've just been waiting forever to find out that he's just going to play some old dude. Um, the the fanboy wet dream uh, tie-ins that rumors that have supported the fanboy wet dream belief of what the movie would be have indicated that he would have been the uh, commander of that Star Destroyer yes. that went down. But at the same time, I'm of the mindset, well, if a big battle happens at Jakku, it's not like they're just going to leave everybody stranded who <laughs> falls from the sky. Like, oh, sorry, forgot about you. We all yeah. pulled out and left for the You're next right. 30 That's years. That's the last, yeah, the <laughs> last rumors that we had or that somebody was theorizing was exactly that. So. Yeah, or it's like, all right, we're clearing everybody out. Oh, I need to stay. Yeah. <laughs> right. I need to help I'm these become people the vicar. rebuild their dirt <laughs> lot. So. <laughs> so, yeah, so Max von Sydow, that's what we're hearing. So, uh, But the big news this week. Uh, the, oh, all there's the, bigger news? All the chatter. Oh, on the interwebs oh, this yeah. week has the been, been blown about, up. Uh, yes, about a certain rumor that's been going around about uh, Darth Vader. Yeah, the and, Vades. Uh, you know, Vades. we've actually heard, actually from the beginning of The Force Awakens, we've been hearing, hey, is Vader going to make an appearance? Because early on we had sketches and then we later had pictures of the charred helmet and all that stuff. And people were yep. theorizing then that, hey, are we going to see Vader in some, either resurrected or in some kind of flashback scene that yeah force ghost who knows right so um there was a lot of speculation there that's kind of died down i think as far as the force awakens goes it seems more like uh um at least at this point that uh, it's going to be an infatuation on the part of kylo ren you know with vader that's going to be the extent at least from what we can tell at this point but uh but the rumors about vader being part of the saga once again persist and uh we are now hearing rumors that episode eight may include an appearance by darth vader Vader. and on top of that i'm gonna i'm gonna put rumor rumor within rumor my he did oh he did reception vader did well and actually i'm gonna get to i'm gonna address that here in a second but i'm gonna put the rumor on top of the rumor within a rumor yep so uh the rumor that is coinciding with this appearance of vader in episode eight is that the actor that will portray portray the Darth Vader appearance will be one Hayden Christensen. What? Yes. And Which is hilarious Vader, as hell because Anakin. I think I brought this up a few weeks ago. In jest. And you guys, yes, in jest. We all kind of laughed it off. And nope. 
That would be well. Here's the weirdness about it: because it's as if it, a million fanboys suddenly <laughs> cried out in terror. Well, I mean, okay. So why why would you bring Hayden Christensen back to fill a suit? They, the suit already fits him. It was tailored. He fits the suit. <laughs> they made How do you one. Know he's going to be in the suit. He could be a force. Well, killer. that's that's what I was going to say. I mean, are or, we going to see actually Anakin appear? In, or they could, you know, they collect Vader stuff, right? What yeah, they have like a, a picture of um, him standing there a next picture, to his armor? like a, from his his fifteen year old when he was a fifteen year old in school, and they have his yearbook <laughs> photo photo. I think he has I like think braces they're, and uh, yeah, they're gonna have a head in a jar. Glasses on his on his face. Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna yeah, have a, a, a head in a jar of Hayden Christensen. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Somebody chopped off Vader's head and put it in a jar. Huh? I yeah. like it. All right. Well, I like it. It can happen. Why not Hayden Christensen? So, yeah. Okay. Well, and then now we're hearing persisting rumors on top of that that not only episode eight that perhaps um well we've heard this for a while that in rogue one um vader may be making an appearance as the um antagonist in that film actually right, which or makes an sense. antagonist which does given the given the time frame of the movie also cg um, peter cushing <laughs> sweet <laughs> but uh so yeah you know I, it does doesn't make sense okay let's just let's just assume that we're bringing back Hayden Christensen just to put him in the suit and be Vader. Does that even kind of make sense? Uh-oh. Yeah, I, guess. I mean, is it just for fanboys to say that Hayden Christensen was behind the mask? I don't know. <laughs> Do you care? <laughs> no. Does anybody care? No. I oh, care. oh, oh I I'm, care a lot. You, a lot of people I'm care. sorry. You, uh, I will not accept this unless you get David Prowse propped up on a two by four. Well, some people, wheelchair. some people, well, he's, he was pretty pissed that he was not part of the prequel. You know what? What are they going to do? Vader's going to just pop wheelies in the hall. I mean, I come on. You, man. At I some know. point that's, well, you know, you know what? Peter Mayhew can barely walk. <laughs> he's that's playing <blame> Chewy. <laughs> that's true. The fact of the matter, I mean, it, it could be anybody in the suit as long they don't as have a tall dude somewhere. <laughs> Anywhere, <laughs> uh, Kenny be... Baker. Do they got to keep plopping him in RTD too? <laughs> Not really. Apparently, according to Anthony Daniels, no. But honestly, I, I don't, I, I don't care who's in the suit. It's not like you know. I mean, yeah, Vader has to move and be imposing and not do like the elbows, <laughs> the elbows glued to the stomach <laughs> no! thing. But you know, as long as someone can stand and point really angrily with their finger, <laughs> that's pretty much Vader. If you can stand and you know get your elbow away from your chest and point down at people, you're Vader. As long as it's James Earl Jones' voice, voicing right. That's the important there. part. Yeah, that's or what I was going to get to. Maybe they find Anakin's that. diary. Yeah, and, it's, and it sucks you in, and you yeah, and you they write yeah, they write he writes in it and writes Voldivator, you, you fight Voldivator. We with talked, a, it's really a Vader Horcrux. We we <laughs> talked not too long ago about James Earl Jones being a treasure, and who who would be the voice of Vader if needed after he passed away. And I discovered something the Aiden other day, Christensen, that I no oh. wanted to share with you, gentlemen, <laughs> Jake Lloyd, which is. Uh, <laughs> I was watching Fear He's the got a cold black soul. I was watching Fear the Walking <laughs> you can Dead. Channel that. I was watching a deep voice from all that weed smoking. <laughs> hey, Garrick, I'm not Mike. <laughs> I was watching Fear the Walking Dead and um uh I'm I'm a fan of The Walking Dead and enjoying the Fear the Walking Dead did you series. I uh, I'll bet I bet yeah. I did. And I uh there's a a character and Yeah, we we came across uh we had a conversation about yeah, this. We yeah. came across this. It's pretty amazing. The main character uh, is a teacher, or I'm sorry, uh, one of the main characters is a teacher, and the other one is a uh, guidance counselor at a high school. And the principal of the high school is a very recognizable actor uh, by the name of Scott Lawrence. 
who uh, and I I was watching show and spoiler he was uh, the Walking Dead. <laughs> he, he did. He was a walker and he got smushed and uh, in the face and so I was like, oh wow, he's a prominent enough actor. Even though he always tends to have bit parts and things, I expected him to have a bigger part in that. So I decided to IMDb Scott Lawrence, and you know what I found? No, Scott Lawrence. You found has, Fear the Walking Dead. Voice right? Vader. Scott Lawrence has been Darth Vader more than anyone else has than, ever been oh, Darth Vader. Earl, huh? Yep. He has been Darth Vader so many times. James Earl Jones has got nothing on how many times Scott Lawrence has voiced Darth Vader because it is l- almost every video game that has ever had Darth really? Vader in it. Hmm. Going all the way back to, let's see, I'm passing Rebellion in Jeez. 98. Yeah, I'm wow. going to keep cruising backwards. Rebel Assault 2 1995. Whoa. That was a good one. TIE Fighter 1994. Wow. No way. Yes, the dude has been the voice of Vader in every game you've ever played. Oh, wow. So, or, you know, just about, maybe there's a few in there that don't, but I mean, that goes, that comes all the way forward to, you know, Empire at War in 2006 and maybe uh, some look after at the that. top of the list there. Does it say Rogue One? No, uh, it, <laughs> it, it doesn't. But I'm just saying that Scott Lawrence is in town. Now, we've always commented uh, the Vaders don't always sound perfect in the uh, in the games, but they did get better over time. Yeah, and I have a feeling bad. that that has more to do with the uh, the post the post effects than it sure, does with the actual course. delivery. Yeah. So Scott Lawrence can uh, if he ne- if someone else needs to come in and voice Vader. Yeah. It could definitely be Scott Lawrence. And okay, so, so having said that, I don't care if Aiden Christensen's in the suit. Here's a question: You put Scott Lawrence in the suit, then? <laughs> I I don't know. I don't. Why him. do you have he, a problem uh, with he Hayden? Played, uh, he played a pretty good. Aiden Christensen can't angry point. He, he played a pretty good walker. Well. So that's was, yeah, he know, did. He was a pretty convincing him. dead guy. It, it would be not George Lucas directing him. So it, yeah. And, <laughs> I don't have anything against Hayden Christensen. It's just, I don't either. It's totally. I actually like him very much. He was only terrible in Star Wars. Yeah. So right. that that would be hard for me if he was if he came back and he wasn't in the suit. If Christensen wasn't, if you in the saw suit? Vader, you're saying are if, you just if playing you the devil's Vader? advocate again? No, I I would have a problem if Hayden Christensen came back. Oh, he wasn't in oh, the suit. You want oh. him covered by the if suit? If he was covered by oh, the suit, okay. not a problem. No, you, you don't want to see his. You don't mug. want to see Force Ghost. It would, it would ruin it. What if he was a Force Ghost that couldn't talk because he was fading into the forest and he was just look, angry? Eyes. I don't know. He ruined uh, like the his, prestige. His face. In Star Wars, the Jedi. It, I just I want to punch it. I, I hate his awful face. I want to punch his face. You're talking at the end of Return of the Jedi or the whole uh, the prequels. first the whole prequels. And I, he's really? referring to the portrayal of Anakin by Hayden Christensen in general. I, I don't. I, I still don't blame I, him for that. Though. I don't either. I, I I understand that. Yeah, but it's hard to disassociate. But yeah, it's it's hard to disassociate. Yeah, I I, I get that. But yeah, I, I'm part of me thinks you know could if. I want to punch his face. Could someone get a better performance out of him? If so, go for it. <laughs> you know, uh, there's no reason to at this point. If you're covering with the suit, just to wear a suit. Yeah, if you're covering, uh, probably be again. I mean, I think you're only. I think you're only appealing to fanboys at that point. I, Are you even? Because yeah. all the fanboys I have heard on or Twitter hate, hate, hate him. Yeah, and yeah, whatever yeah, have sure. been like, no, don't do this. Don't. I'm like, right. ah, I don't. You know, if if you're I not think, even going to see I him, I guess I have no opinion on it. I don't care if yeah. he is or isn't. Yeah, it just doesn't. I mean, if he is, okay, you know, all right, cool. You know, it's canon. The dude was Anakin. You know, I mean. 
what portrayed we got. him in Revenge of the Sith, so you know why not? That you know? but that was the worst Vader scene <laughs> ever. But uh, here are some of the uh, Entertainment Weekly has put an, uh, together an article to kind of go along with this discussion, and they put together some reasons why they think that Vader may be making an appearance in seven, eight, or nine. Oh yeah, yeah. The first one. Star Wars universe is big on clones. Do we have a clone of Vader? Oh, it no. seems like it would be the obvious, uh, the 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 very softballed lob way yeah. to go. Well, I'll accept that only if it's on Merker. <laughs> <laughs> I just what about uh, Wayland? <sighs> right. <laughs> I, okay. I, a cloned Vader, though. I mean, it's not really. Vader. I would accept someone trying It'd be to Vader. clone him. Well, it wouldn't be Vader, but you'd still need Hayden Christensen Anakin. to play him. Or Anakin. <laughs> yeah. New Vader. I, I don't know how the naming works. Yeah, just apostrophes Anakin. everywhere. <laughs> oh, man. Kabayoth. Well, does he Does he come back as a Sith or... Well, here's... Yeah, well, I don't know. There's, this is just conjecture. All, all of this Mike? is conjecture. Oh, right. Yeah, I don't does know. Does he retain all his memories? Well, that's what I'm... Well, how did they do the Emperor? Oh, they include Padme to well, go Well, the Emperor they, was... They resurrected his body and his spirit came the back, ever, right? The Emperor was powerful enough to prevent his spirit from becoming one with the Force or ceasing to exist so he could... Dumb. He could go and find his clones and then suck himself back yeah, down into them. Right. But it's not like he just floated around in the ether like there had to be a clone ready. When there were no more clones, he was done. But I mean, here's the thing, though. I mean, uh, it doesn't make sense to me that if he if they do the cloning thing yeah. and his spirit goes back into the body, I mean, he was he was redeemed at the end of Return of the Jedi, so it's not really Vader; it's Anakin. You know what I mean? So right. if he comes back, he's Anakin. He's not. Well, how evil do you Vader. know? How do you know that Jedi couldn't potentially do the same thing? There's been no. There's, been, to my knowledge, there's been, especially in the canon, uh, there's been no thing saying that a Jedi who becomes one with the Force, you know, you're a Force ghost. Could your Force ghost just do the good old fashioned uh, 1980s comedy ghost film where you just lay down in your body and you're right back in it again? <laughs> you know, or maybe they can ghost dad through the hollow. Exactly. There you go. Oh, so I mean, maybe a, well, maybe if a Jedi Professor can do X the same can do thing. it. I guess he can. Exactly, so, yeah. Moira. Right. That's right. Yeah. How well, they. They do mention anyway. that uh, in The Force Awakens, uh, Vader could be, um, they could resuscitate Anakin in a way that, uh, d- you know, like flashbacks, dreams, that type of thing. Right. Or even an imposter. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Someone <clears throat> pretending to be Vader. Yeah, he could be That's fake. That's an interesting. He could be fake Thrawn. I mean, Vader. <laughs> oh, I see what he did. <laughs> That's an yeah. interesting thought, though. His an name imposter. is Flam. <laughs> I'm Anakin. Um, uh, Ky- Kylo Was it Ren. I Kylo Ren is... Actually, is Vader, is, is, is Anakin, Hayden Christensen, uh, Hayden Christensen clone? <laughs> I've considered that well, because he has a very similar body type. They're both very lithe dudes. Uh, like you know, narrow. Like they're not narrow framed, but their appendages are skinny. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, Christensen is naturally, of course, in Revenge of the Sith, he bulked up pretty huge. But well, they also put bulky clothing on him. So it's not like he ripped open his shirt and, you know, pectorals. I don't know. Were... There's the, the scene where he's in bed with Padme. He was pretty ripped for that. I think I blocked that out. <laughs> <laughs> but... That's Mike's favorite scene. Yeah, that's right. He was glistening. 
Oh. oh, Mike's tweaking his nips right I now. I want to punch oh, his bro. face. I'm talking about Mike right now. <laughs> allow me, allow me to be specific. I, uh, yeah, I, whatever. Well, this the, the, here's another interesting point that EW uh, Entertainment Weekly points out in this uh, interview, or not interview, but this this article. They say, you know what, uh, Abrams likes to give audiences what they want. Yeah, he does. And th- let's let's call now, this we've what said it the is. same thing. This is a reunion tour. We've got you know we've got. Yep. Luke and Leia, and you know, how do you bring back Luke, Leia, and Han and not bring back Vader? Uh, easy, he's, he's dead. dead. <laughs> we, say, five, we say that, but uh, yeah. we're talking Let's bring back Yoda while we're we've at it. We've mentioned yeah, this, and, and Obi Wan. Well, we've mentioned back. this a hundred times. JJ Abrams, this is JJ Abrams, that's what he does. He gives people what they want. He yeah. gave him Khan. When when Kylo Ren takes his mask off, he's a Zabrick. His <laughs> <laughs> human mask off. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he peels it off uh, Mission Impossible style. Also, JJ, and it's Zabrick underneath. Yeah, and he's red and black. Oh, it's Darth Maul. Oh, he's got robot legs. Robot legs, Darth Maul. Of course, the obvious, um, you know, (laughs) messiness if you if you bring back uh, Vader into these is the again the fact that he was redeemed, you know, before, and you can't really bring him back as a villain unless it's a clone. Yeah, yeah, I guess evil clone. Yeah, his I story's kind of over. He's right. Like, it doesn't and, have and, to be an oh. evil clone. Anakin was an evil dick. Just because he was <laughs> redeemed at the end doesn't mean he didn't spend the half of his life slaughtering <laughs> millions and millions of people. Younglings. Oh, no, that's an evil clone of Vader. nurture here, man. <laughs> yeah. Was it his actual nature to be a dick or yep. was how he was oh, brought up? Yep. Side note. I, hey, that little kid was a dick. Side note. <laughs> uh, in Aftermath... They refer to they refer to children not as younglings. Yeah, yeah. Good on them. Somebody got it right. Welcome gone. (laughs) (laughs) Don't let the door slap you on the ass. That's all right. So so Vader in the Force Awakens, yes or no? Uh, in the Force Mike. Awakens, <laughs> yes. I know we're talking about Episode Eight, aren't we? <laughs> or yeah, Episode Eight, or any of them. It doesn't. It doesn't freaking matter, man. Well, I, I mean, there's man. rumors floating out there that Kylo Ren is a worshiper of Vader, and he wants to bring him back. And we I don't these, think it's any more than that. We have personally. these acolytes from the end of the of right. aftermath who yeah. are who are so, trying to destroy Vader's lightsaber so that he can have it in the afterlife. Maybe they're actually trying to pull together the dark side essence of Vader that he. Should Shed in the last moments of life, or something like that, yeah. to actually it. draw it into a clone mm. using some Sith magic. Yeah, maybe, maybe it has possible. Well, it maybe has zero to do with actually bringing Vader back, but maybe bringing his power back into somebody else. Or, yeah, that too. Yeah, that too. Oh, which could easily just be a clone of Anakin Skywalker. I mean, it doesn't that, matter. Is that it's just something a clone. that you, is yeah. neat that you would like to see? I mean, do you want to? I, personally, I don't want to see Vader no, in any of this. I, 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 rather, I think the prequels and the original saga—that's his story. That's Anakin's story. It's done. I am. I'm totally cool with them uh like someone using vader as a platform to do what you know the evil that they want right. to do i uh, see I, mean, I, I would rather I like not the obsession. Bring, i'd rather obsession. not bring vader back i don't, I don't, I don't like either the, no i don't i'm saying i don't like the obsession you don't like no. the obsession no i think really? it's, I like I think it. it's really I think lame it's awesome i think it's I really too. really lame because it's no, giving oh it's cool you no. especially yeah, if it's you his granddad and especially if it's yeah, jason's granddad well then it, okay no <laughs> then you got me <laughs> then you got me not just because it's jason because it's granddad <laughs> right. but no, he's got to call him granddad i i feel like <laughs> i feel like it's a cheap association 
Oh, see, we don't. Yeah, Vader's dead, but this guy's like really, really into him. Okay, write it. It writes itself. I'm like, mm, I would rather have something new and fresh and just, you gotta just see how disassociate completely. Having said that, since we're not disassociating completely, I don't really care how deep it well, runs. Then, okay. I'm like, oh, then, one way or the other, it's see, fine. Now you guys seem pretty excited about it being possibly Darth Revan. So why can't why can he be obsessed with Revan but not Vader? Because Revan's awesome. Yeah, I don't think you understand. <laughs> you don't understand Revan. Revan, man. Not gonna explain. You want to know why, man? Because Revan, not Vader. Revan. Because reason. Yeah. Revan. <laughs> Seven minute abs. <laughs> Dang it, Mike. <laughs> Revan is 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 too cool for school, brother. Yeah, That's okay. what it is. Leave it at that, huh? Yes. All right. Uh, duh. Come on. Uh, Rebels uh, season two starts here in a couple weeks. You guys ready? Gearing up, man. Yeah, it'd be nice to have some television that I give a flying crap about. True that, man. Watching all the shorts. Well, you have new characters or maybe returning characters. You're washing all your shorts. Wink. Uh, we got some clones returning to Rebels, man. How do you guys feel about uh, Captain Rex making his appearance here in season two? Kill him off. I didn't care for the characters Shut very much in the original up. series, but I'm glad that they're using them to form a you know fuller continuity uh-huh. by yeah. all means. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm alright. I didn't dislike the characters; they just didn't. They were they were uh, lukewarm. Nothing for me. Yeah. So I'm, but I, now that they're coming back in, they can actually start to maybe hold more meaning for me. Stuff well, like that. I'm looking forward to I that. Mean, clone and all. Yeah. What now? Him being a clone. Do any of them have Hayden Christensen in them? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> got a little, got Everybody a has a little in Hayden Christensen in them. <laughs> and if you didn't, you need to get some. You know. Uh, yep. Now get yep. this though. Reddit. Somebody. Somebody <laughs> hopped onto Reddit. Okay. Uh oh. That, we, we that was their first. Oh, this is our. This is our rumor. This is our rumor cast. Keep so that. Keep that in Reddit. mind. Okay. Before I read this okay. one, but uh, uh, yes, this is from Reddit. So take it. Take what take it what however that means to you whatever that means which means <laughs> exactly so here we go this is what this this guy is saying he's saying uh, I don't want to lose my job but I'm going to totally reveal this to you totally so I can't uh, tell you who yeah. I am I don't already substantiated already. by the use of the word totally totally fake now that was me using that here's exactly what he says due to not wanting to lose my job I can't reveal how I know this information but here it is in 2016 we're going to get at least two new uh the clone wars arcs as a story reel and as a comic to coincide with ahsoka's reappearance in rebels and her upcoming fight with vader first the ahsoka underworld arc uh, has not been officially named yet and has production i don't know what this means nr 605 to 608 do you guys know what that even means new republic not real Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like how it's better. <laughs> he got you. And will be released as a story reel on StarWars.com. Then we're going to get a five issue mini series made by Marvel Comics uh-huh. named Star Wars The Invasion of Mandalore. Uh, the fourth episode was split into two issues since it was very action. Who cares about Mandalore? I mean, I'm sorry. Who doesn't care about Mandalore ever since they changed it? Show of hands. My hands up. I don't care. But maybe whatever happens in those comic makes it change it back. Good. Yeah, I mean, because <laughs> if they ravage it, they all have to become nomads and well, there you go. warriors. Eat right? that exactly. city of slickers. Take that, 
You're all farmers now. I, I, you know, I that I like Ahsoka. Ahsoka is one of my faves of the new (laughs) new characters. So I thought it was cool if she gets her own little comic series, man, little mini series in there. That'd be sweet. Yeah, I I dig that, man. Yeah, man. No thoughts. Okay, man. Corey's uh, Corey's totally <laughs> I was yawning. Yawning like all yeah. hell just now. Yeah. Not intentionally, like very real yeah. yawning. Mm-hmm. Um, I like but Ahsoka. But you mentioned the clones coming into Rebels. They actually have a short out there. I know that features each one of the clones in that little group. Yeah, really? so it's not just Captain Rex. There's like yeah, a, right. There's a there's a few of them, right? Yeah, there's a I, serious one. There's I, a crazy one. I like Ahsoka. Is this I the one who climbs on rocks? Uh, are there fat ones? There's fat ones. They're all better fat. Be fat ones. Yeah. They're all bald. I uh, yeah. I, I I like Ahsoka. I don't love Ahsoka yet. I do. I love Ahsoka. So it's one of those things where it's like she's my girlfriend. You know, man, you are just <laughs> wrong about so much stuff today. Corey. I know. Corey's completely wrong. on the wrong side Damn, of life right man. now. Jeez, <laughs> having an issue with my headphones too. So that's <laughs> adding to it. But um, yeah, I mean. I'm just not as completely head over heels for Ahsoka as a lot well, of hardcore be. Clone Wars fans are. Yeah, you're missing you out. There's nothing wrong put with a, the character. Put not a metal bikini us. on her and then... Uh... Oh, no. I've Googled the name Ahsoka Tano before. <laughs> oh, I know yeah. what comes up in the <laughs> Google <laughs> image search. Yes. And basically, Ayla Sakura mm-hmm. should be ashamed of herself. Oh, oh yes. So. Wait, what? Uh, yeah. Uh, Ayla and yeah, yeah. Ahsoka. It gets, it gets, it gets dirty. <laughs> get Hop dirty. on the computer there. No, don't. <laughs> oh no! Oh you. yeah! Okay. <laughs> I warned you. <laughs> that is a naughty Twilight. It is. So anyhow, well, boys, that's all I had for rumors. What? We're not going to talk about the photos from Rogue One. <sighs> Do you guys want to? Yeah, let's talk about the photos from Rogue One. All right. The photos from Rogue One, Mike. Photos from Rogue One. Mike, photos from Rogue One. <laughs> Did they have photos on Rogue One? I photos from Rogue One. I photos. We got some aerial photos of somebody from flying where? a drone Rogue around. For what? I photos. <laughs> <laughs> It is so late. So what do you think? <laughs> yes, it is. I want to go home. I want to know. That's why I said that's that's all I have. I want to know if these dudes in stormtroopers, like these dudes in stormtroopers armors are trying to make crop circles, but Beach. they're doing it wrong. <laughs> they look very rigid. Yeah, I know. It's Sometimes like all right. I feel like no one ever makes it this far into the rumors episode. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong about that. I know for a fact. All right, everyone, lay down and hold your hands awkwardly at your sides. <laughs> this is how you make a crop circle. Is this what I look like when I die? <laughs> I don't know, probably. Just be dead. <laughs> Just shut up and hold still. <laughs> that bunker looks pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard a lot about a possible like thing that would be very Saving Private Ryan-esque, like a beachhead invasion Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, in Rogue One. Just to give, because uh, <laughs> we're not being very descriptive here for listeners. Right. Um, these set of photos <laughs> are, are like a be? beach scene, and it looks like it's a crashed aircraft of some sort. Oh, I know, it looks I know. Like what there kind are stormtroopers, storm storm dead stormtroopers, oh, dead soldiers oh, laying around is. this beach. So, no, my if friend. you're interested in seeing these pictures, you can go to betterkind.com and you click on the show notes I'm, I'm, and check them out for yourself. No, now no. you guys go ahead and chat and do all your bullshit. Mike's gonna take a nap. <laughs> yes, all right, I'm ni- done. Ninety nine, <laughs> Uncle Mike. I, honest to God. I've decided that the crash ship in these photos. What the heck photos, are those stormtroopers doing? They're making crop circles, but they're doing it right. I told you already. But seriously, it does look like they're doing a music video or something to like an awkward song sung like. I think they're really uh, like it's 
it's time for them to to take a break. And so, like, I'm going to cool down. I'm not going to take my armor off. So I'm going to lay in some water or something, whatever that is. Or grass, grass water. Yeah, I don't know. I can't tell from that picture. The crash ship. I can't. However, grass. I want to talk about the crash ship because who the gives a flying stormtroopers this Y wing that's crashed? It's not a, your mom's a Y wing. <laughs> Are they just reusing the set from Edge of Tomorrow? Yes, kind of exactly what this looks like. It is going to look a lot like the Edge of Tomorrow <laughs> set. Um, I've decided that this ship is the Moldy Crow. That's all. <laughs> Done. Pretty you shut up, sir. You're getting my hopes up. I know. I mean, it doesn't exactly look exactly like the blocky engine uh, parts from the old the old Dark Forces game, but uh, I don't care. That's Moldy Crow. Done. It's the Ronson. Now, yeah. Well, yeah. Renamed to the Ronson when it was repurposed in our dorky campaign. But uh, yeah, I, I, I look at that. and I'm like, eh, it's close enough. I've decided it's the Moldy Crow. Kyle Katarn stole the plans and crashed. And, yeah. they got, and they got stole back. Oh, he never made it to Mon Mothma. Oh, yeah. That's good enough. That's all yeah. I need. <laughs> <laughs> all I need is someone to just say the name Kyle Katarn. <laughs> Come on. But JJ's not directing this one, so there's no uh, pressure for him to give me what I need. So I just wanted to bring up bring that up because yeah, when I looked at those pictures, I looked at that and I'm like, what kind of ship is that? That doesn't really match. Yeah, it's not. It's. I mean, it's. I mean, people are saying yeah. Y wing, but it's not really. It's no, not it's remotely not. Y wing. No. Actually, it looks like there was four engines. There, there. are There's four engines. There's four engine. It's too big. Yeah. And it, but it's too big. The engines are too big and too far apart right. to be an X wing. Right. Yeah. So I'm I'm saying it's the Moldy Crow. That's what I've decided. So. No one can undo that now. There you go. Or it's a completely different ship that we don't know. That's right. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us this evening. We invite you, please, to follow us on Twitter where... Steve Powell, foreign correspondent to the UK. Is delivering the most up-to-minute news reviews, uh, rumors, uh, and just any type of goofy thing that comes along uh, uh, pertaining to Star Wars. It is your one-stop shop. You need not look elsewhere, aside from this podcast. And so, please follow us there, and of course, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com. So, what did I say? I didn't say. On Twitter at FlyCasual1138. There we go. And on Facebook at FlyCasual Podcast. Like us on there. Share us. And then, won't you jump on to iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get the podcast, and give us a nice little review so we can help reach more lovely, lovely, hungry, hungry ears. Because that's what it's all about. Pokey, pokey. If it weren't for Garrick, I would never know what I'm talking thanks, about. Thanks, Garrick. He has You're to welcome. shout it out so I know what I'm talking about. That's what I'm here for. Thanks, man. In the meantime, I am Corey over there. Is Mike. Where's my Mountain Dew? It's You've drank most of it. Impressive by now. The, you know, most impressive. You've actually managed to almost finish <laughs> off your diet Mountain Dew. You puss. And over there is Mr. Stephen J. Howie. Yoda. Yoda. <laughs> Straight up Yoda. And across Pond down for you is Mr. Garrick. Sweet glistening Anakin. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I want to walk away from this podcast with. Want to punch your face? <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep. How he's gonna punch everybody? But Stupid in the meantime, lips. we are the Jalal. Howdy, lips. Can slather up Hayden Christensen. Yeah. Baby hair. Good old Hayden. <laughs> <laughs>